0: everybody, and welcome to episode 506 of Veggie Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Rapara, is coming to you from the Evan Clark Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the you, Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now?
1: Uh, Saudi owned and operated Chris Santista.
0: <laughs> and?
1: Oh, I understood that.
2: <laughs>
3: <happens>. Ouch. <laughs> so did we all.
1: Ouch. <laughs>
2: Host of The Voice, Carson Daly No, it's just me, Matthew Allen Is
1: he the host? That's how little I've seen of that show
2: I don't know, I just did a search Because I'm trying to tie (laughs) in with this week's topic
3: And special guest Greg Moore. now with voice (laughs) (laughs) Now with voice Um. And full motion video (laughs)
1: <laughs> Gregory Schmeggery. it's good to see you again, dear. We're we'll here from you. Thank
0: you for having me. It's going to be a fun show this week. We this is kind of a, a weird deep pull topic that Chris of all people suggested.
1: I don't want to take credit on you thirty should. twenty ten. Uh, also, Arcos, blame J, J R Rawls. I mean, uh, has been fascinated with Sega CD releases mm-hmm. that are coming out thirty years ago, and that system has kind of in many ways, the superior version of a bunch of games and also a weirder version of a bunch of games because they oh, yes. added voice acting and, like, Redbook audio, and they have, like, never seen re-release, even for classics, so... uh it made me fascinated with the Sega CD all over again, a system like I couldn't afford at the time, but has some really interesting games on it.
0: We're going to be talking about, like you said, we're previously released on Genesis or other platforms mm-hmm. and made it onto Sega CD and we're given voices, we're given FMV cutscenes. And a couple rules for this, it's, it's not enough that... Oh, there's a Super Nintendo version of Bram Stoker's Dracula, and there's a Sega CD version, but they're completely different games. It has to be the same game but improved. Uh, and by the way, Lawn Warman's out. yeah, yeah Lawn Warman totally out. It's an interactive movie. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. By the way, if you ever wanted to see like a video captured like Mortal Kombat style, not Keanu Reeves, uh, John Harker. Going around the Transylvanian countryside in shirt sleeves and kung fu kicking bats, that is the game for you.
1: Going around the Westminster Abbey. (laughs) Carfax Abbey. There's a skeleton in front of me. I shall punch him. (laughs) Yeah, The Sega CD is fascinating. And the only game, and I'm not even sure about this, like Earthworm Jim's superior version is on the Mm -hmm. Sega CD. And I think somehow it found re-release in the Xbox era.
0: Yeah, and I looked at that for this top five and it's just like, well, it's definitely better, but it's not quite as enhanced as we're looking for here. Like, oh, it's Mm. got like some pencil test animation at the beginning that's very fluid and and Mm. looks nice. It's got a bunch more frames of animation overall and uh, CD audio, some new levels, but it's not quite the level
1: of... Sonic CD is like like the most Mm -hmm. re-released like available Sega CD game I can think of there are not a lot and uh, that's kind of a shame
3: yeah. well even that was ma- w- wasn't was that yeah. rebuilt from the ground up by
1: a fan so that's something like that yeah and like uh, I think both have mixtures of different territory sound I cannot remember which one is the superior version according right, to fans different
0: soundtracks
1: because I didn't finish it until Origins Collection which came out last year but I finished it I've now finished every Sonic every 2D Sonic game congratulations every
2: 2d sonic including the game gear games yeah.
1: no you what see about it. knuckles chaotix uh, Triple, triple x knuckle chaotix yes oh, okay. um yes okay. wow but the game gear triple tri- yeah definitely not hmm. god damn it didn't even think about that
0: oh well back to the drawing board gotta Loser. rescind My- that claim
1: <laughs> i don't deserve to wear this tails watch band <laughs>
0: Uh, All right. Well, let's just jump right in with... Number
4: five. Sergeant Spartan, you've been sentenced to 70 years sub-zero rehabilitation in the California (laughs) cryo-penitentiary for the involuntary (laughs) manslaughter of 30 innocent civilians. You'll be placed in cryostasis for the duration of your sentence, during which your behavior will be altered through synaptic suggestion. You'll be eligible for parole no earlier than the year 2046.
0: Oh, uh, what's
3: this? Yes, I'm so glad it's on the list. It's demolition did, man. Yeah, how did, how
1: did? What's your? I I streamed this a few years ago after discovering it, and and it is a baffling, baffling license game. How did they really? get the money to do this? Yeah, baffling. How? Wait, was it what I'm thinking? Demolition man. No, I, yeah, it's demolition man. Because like this is an exclusive version.
0: Greg adores it. That's why it's on the list. And 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 it's I, like.
1: It's a wild mishmash of genres. Yeah. Well, I
0: it is an exclusive, it, and it isn't because this is the same game that came out on Super Nintendo and Genesis. Oh, sorry, i so talking identical. about the 3D O version. No, no, sorry. no, no. This is the Sega CD. Oh, whoa, one. this the, is the 3D O version has new
1: motion capture from Wesley Snipes and Sliced Alone, but they don't oh, talk. Yeah. They yeah. don't say anything, but it is new <laughs> shit with them. Cost extra. Uh, I
3: heard about that. Yeah, I was streaming the Genesis one last week. But, yeah, I, like, I have <laughs> I have so much to say about this. I'll try not to hog it. But, I, I uh, do want to say, first off, this is the yeah.
0: last Sega CD game released in North America. Oh, wow. it no is, way. It is underwhelming as shit for what it is because yeah. it is functionally it's, identical the song. to the, the <laughs> Genesis version, except that it has... Uh, full motion videos, but for the most part, the, the original cutscenes in between levels are still there and I apologize in advance for how this sounds. Whoa. <laughs> that's just how they sound, and I the only thing I did there was lower the volume.
3: <laughs> Considerably. And that's exactly how it sounds on the Genesis as well. I think that's, yeah. like, the, the sound effects stuff... Is no better on the Sega CD, but the music. Yeah. Uh, but even the music actually. So I was looking at playthroughs today, and apparently, so there's two stages. One of which is the first stage, where the music, uh, it fades out and restarts every 30 seconds. So there's mm. an awkward silence. I thought maybe that's, that was
0: just a like. Is there something fucked up with the emulator that I'm using?
3: Like that's what I thought at first too. But I saw like. Uh, there were like three different sources, one of which was just someone writing about the game and they all said that that's like uh, like that's just how the game is huh um, that's not how it is on Genesis obviously no, so it's no, like no. even that is sort of like a give and take thing like the Genesis music is lower fidelity obviously but it's it doesn't have that issue yeah. but um, uh, here's here's
0: the the intro to that first level. Um, I have edited this down a bit to take out the long pauses and annoying sound effects, but here we go.
4: Send a maniac to catch. <laughs> 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 <Hands>
0: up! <laughs> Yeah, uh, all the sound effects are still just the Genesis sound chip. Uh, it just adds the music and the cutscenes, and it's in that way. Like you, you argued, Greg, that it's it's kind of emblematic of the treatment that a lot of games got yes. on Sega CD. It's yeah. just like we're just going to shoehorn in some movie clips, and that's it. I, that's I didn't, the extent of the improvements. I knew
1: that it was happening, but it, it's spe- it's specific to my memory, especially because of the, you know. YouTube changes its rules very often without letting uh, streamers know, and we we would stream these Sega CD games. Twice we got some pretty hard flags for Sega CD games. Mm. A for Hook, which just adds (laughs) in the wholesale John Williams score. Takes out uh, identical to the other versions of the game, but puts in a CD quality score. And the cliffhanger game just puts in clips from the movie, which are... uh, uh, I thought they were too low fidelity (laughs) for the copyright... uh, Features to catch up on, but they fucking did. And it's got an exclusive level in Cliffhanger 2. Salone was the king of the Sega CD. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? He's in a bunch of stuff. It's, it, but that's it's funny because that means that the Sega CD is even less future proof than the Genesis in that way, despite its best efforts. Yeah, just yeah. Because of this,
1: it's, it, it's, it, I was saying to Michael that it's it's kind of its exclusive feature from back of the day. W- while impressive, is now burdensome to most people who play games. You'll get right, kicked yeah. off Twitch because it'll have John Litgow actually scream in, <laughs> in your uh-huh. game stream.
0: Oh, you can't you can't stream it. It has
4: this scene. Why are you proceeding into the depths of wasteland?
0: I want to go down
1: there. I want to
4: find Phoenix. I'm going to put him in a hurt locker.
0: Oh, it's referencing another movie. Can't have that.
2: I (laughs) I, I should say universe. I I am so glad you brought up Lithgow. So this was a debate that got brought up on Twitter the other day. People, someone was making a joke and they're like, there's no way Jonathan Lithgow, like the the 80s are so dumb. They expect us to believe that Lithgow could take on Stallone. And I'm like, absolutely. Yes. He would. In in real life. Yeah, probably. In real life. He he is six foot four. Yeah. Stallone's um, like five foot two. Yeah. Reach alone. Really? Lithgow could just hold his <laughs> head. And yeah, really you're, you're just sh- used to him <laughs>
0: playing wimpy characters. It has nothing to do with the yeah, man in wimpy, real life.
1: Wimpy dads and serial killers. But yeah, Lithgow could. Lithgow's real future. He's got to be in something where he wants to kill the Muppets. Like, I think he could be. <laughs> sorry, this is neither here nor there. But I, that's that should be his role soon. He's. He not only to I like want to shut them down, but he wants to ye- He should yell about wanting to kill Kermit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, you guys talk about wimpy characters. Did
2: you not see Ricochet? He he has played some that's vicious shit, characters yes.
1: before. That movie is amazing. I did not see that till thirty twenty ten last year. It's it's awesome. a great movie. Uh, that, so, that's what I, like that's where I first saw Denzel probably if, if I yeah. think about it. Matter so glory.
0: I'll work backward from this cliffhanger for the Sega CD has uh, added some three D snowboarding <laughs> levels for some yeah. reason <laughs> uh, along with these rather extensive movie clips er, clips, and Demolition Man like took something I'd completely forgotten about as soon as I was done watching the movie which is that like in that first scene he makes his entrance by standing on the loading ramp of a helicopter and bungee jumping down to <laughs> where all the action is yeah. and that is how he starts the first level and the bungee cord keeps showing up throughout the game yeah. It's like it's a device in a, in a couple levels where he's like bouncing around on it or sliding down and then falling on a bungee cord, whatever.
3: But. I actually really like that about the game is that they they really, like, it feels like it was made by fans in the movie and they mm-hmm. took notes and were like, what are the coolest things he does in the movie? Why don't we gamify those? Yeah. So, like, the yep. bungee jumping thing is a mechanic. Yep. Uh, and it keeps appearing. And that's cool, too, because they, it's like, the the opening of the game is literally the scene, the opening of the movie where he does that but then they're like well we don't have to stick to every single event in the movie let's just like be inspired by it yeah. so then it happens again in a completely different setting that doesn't mm-hmm. happen in the movie but it was just it was just yeah, a cool Yeah if you've, move,
1: if you've so seen the not? movie the coolest part is kind of technically the beginning when he's off the rails mega cop and the That's whole...
3: what establishes him as the uh, Demolition Man.
1: Yes, and the whole movie is all about, like, yeah, the future is real different in P3, and I can't do all this uh, stuff anymore. I'm confused by the toilet. I, I met Dennis Leary, and I don't want to kill him. Yeah. Was this during one of That movie's set those... in, ele- in, uh, in
0: 20, 20, nine 20, years, by the way. Yeah, 2032. Yeah.
2: <laughs> was, was this set during one of the first, like, PC backlashes that happened uh, I mean, in the yeah, 90s? I mean, during the
1: 90s, yeah. so yes. yeah, yeah. 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 You don't know how to but use the three feel like three the movie seashells. You cut things fairly well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie, I love this movie. I think it's it's imperfect, but it's perfectly imperfect. I love the movie Demolition.
3: It's man. a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I love I, it. Except
2: I, the three shells are woke. And, I don't know. And I'm also that. kind of pissed because I was
0: looking for just just one good Wesley Snipes line. And nope. he, he has no spoken lines that I could find in the Sega would, CD version. There's some footage
3: par-
1: of him. He
0: would barely
3: participate in the... It's the, toward the end. At the end, he has some. He no, okay. barely
1: participate in the movie uh, Blade 3. I can't imagine him being involved in it. Except in the Demolition <laughs> Demo- Man 3DO game, where he has some real fucking Joker uh, Judge Dune moments like uh, mm. in that game. Holy shit. They
3: must have just brought a sack with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> <Yeah. He> just, <laughs> I
1: just watched Roger Rabbit again, when Judge Dune runs away after... Firing at Eddie Valiant for the first time in Toontown, he's like, "You're not just Eddie toon. You people are dead." And like Wesley Snipes is doing that to Stallone, and it just plays dialogue from the movie. It's so weird. A I, I, Demolition Man. It's like the last huge Stallone movie that had a decent opening, but it also had
3: cliffhanger. No,
1: but this is this is That's this easy. is a year afterwards. Because after this, you get like Judge Dredd, and he kind of like yep. goes into some kind of not movie jail, but he's not a mainstream action star <laughs> anymore. His movies
2: don't have Taco Bell tie-ins like this one did. uh, Not until
1: Expendables. uh, Vague memory, because this is how we got to learn about movies. MTV ran this special over and over again where they really blow up an entire building for the opening of this film. And Mm -hmm. MTV was there with a countdown and like, go see Demolition Man. And we'll blow up this. You get to watch us blow up this building. And it was pretty neat. Two, I saw it. Only caveat here. I saw it at a cheap theater. When him and Sandra Bullock have sex with those helmets on, it was like the fourth pair of tits I'd ever seen on a movie screen before. (laughs) And every subsequent version, I see no breasts of hers. I don't remember them attached to her face, but they at least cut away two breasts during that scene. And I thought forever I'd see Sandra Bullock's boobies. And it's not in any... Am I alone? Does anybody else have that memory? I never saw that version.
5: Mm -mm, See, my
1: brain wouldn't make it up because I was very attached to... T- titties, but, this might you know. be a Goonies octopus scene situation, <laughs> yeah. buddy.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you saw
3: the special cut. For uh, perverts. Yeah. I feel like... For perverts? <laughs> 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 you sure I, you weren't I watching the anime remember version? Remember the only boobs being later when, the wrong, when he gets the wrong number mm, call on a video phone. I Which could be... Seemed could, very futuristic.
1: I could be Mandelian, you know, Sinbad into this movie in the form of Please do. Breasts. Put Sinbad in everything. <laughs> yeah. I love Sinbad. I, I love I Demolition okay.
0: Man if for no other reason than for giving us the best toilet gag of the 20th century. Just the three shells. I still oh, can't figure shells. out what down. the
2: fuck
3: the three shells yeah, are supposed well, to do.
2: that's the joke.
3: <laughs> you know, that one of the ways that I feel like this movie actually was pretty predictive is that uh, like, have you noticed the 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 bidet conversation creeping up yes. more and more year yes. by year? Yes. And uh, we are getting to that point. W- when's this movie set? Twenty thirty yep. two. Twenty
1: thirty two. Yeah. Man, Stallone's age, waking up in this era and looking at a bidet would have the same. Oh, you don't know how this works? Like, yeah. I went to Japan in my thirties and didn't know how it worked. That was. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid. Yeah. To by twenty thirty
3: two, people will think that uh, toilet paper is for cavemen. It, mm. I- I
1: I was on Conan O'Brien, Jordan Slansky started laughing. It's like a deleted clip, and he's like, if I shit on your arm, oh, let me just wipe that off with a dry piece of paper. (laughs) No water, no soap, just shit on your skin. I'll just wipe this with something dry. (laughs) It wouldn't happen on any other part of your body, but you allow it with the buttholes. Yes, I'm using wet wipes, and I'm ashamed of myself. I'm not on a... It's a
2: good way to clog your... Uh, Plumbing. It's the
1: city's problem, I found out. (laughs) (laughs) They can go fuck themselves. I'm still
5: using them.
0: And that's why I dump all my excess concrete down a storm drain. (laughs) (laughs)
5: Don't
0: do that. One of the
1: things I also love about Demolition Man, the game, um, uh, it has, in common with maybe True Lies in the Super Nintendo, two great action movies that, like, because of how their movies unfold they have something more important to do than their day job but their day job is violent as, sh- as shit, because they're supposed to be like mega cops <laughs> mm-hmm. and here you get to be the mega cop where it, that's kind of denied yeah. to you throughout the course of demolition man
3: yeah I would I always think of those two games specifically as uh, you know among the best movie licensed Games yeah. of that era, and I would say that uh, having just replayed Demolition Man yet again last week, I feel like it's uh, it's in the running for one of the best action games on the Genesis. It's really wow. like shockingly good, and you know it's a, it's a late generation game, so it benefits from a lot of the you know advents in and tech. So like you see lots of fancy graphical effects. You know the, vo- the 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 sampled audio from the movie may not sound impressive now, but at the time that was like. Uh, you know, it was like a little nice flourish that added to the immersion a little, having Stallone's actual voice in there. But the like the action mechanics are actually really sophisticated yeah. for a run and gun. I just I was playing uh, Xenocrisis, which is a uh, like it's a game that has an, a Genesis version, but it only came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's a top down shooter like some of the stages in Demolition Man. And the whole time I'm playing Demolition or Xenocrisis, I'm thinking Demolition Man did these controls better in 1995 or whatever. He, it, like uh,
1: Stallone is more agile in this game. His, his yeah jump, his long jump is is He's like
3: got that Olympic long jump. Yeah, whatever the
1: Rock did in that skyscraper trailer, you can do that any time with Stallone while throwing a grenade.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right,
1: well let's
0: move along to. Number
3: four. Very well then, princess. (laughs) I shall give you some time to make up your mind. Either you marry me or uh, when the last grain of sand slips through this hourglass, your time is up. (laughs) 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 I will quote other
1: young in the restless lines. (laughs) It's...
2: It's even funnier, like, thinking of the visual you sent us earlier today, Michael, uh-huh. of, like, this really bad Jafar knockoff-looking mm. animation timed yeah. with this bad VO uh, for Prince of Persia.
0: Yes, Prince of Persia, the original Broderbund, Prince of Persia, had a, a Sega CD version, and I imagine to make this more palatable to the Japanese audience, they added a bunch of cutscenes with just Anime AF characters, the the princess, the prince. The, there's there's a whole lot of setup. So, Prince of Persia, the original game, just begins with uh, your character is thrown into prison. Uh, this this vizier summons a giant hourglass and gives the princess one hour to say yes to marrying him, and that means you have one hour to make it through the entire game, which is kind of cool because, you know, you you might not be able to make it through in an hour the first time, so it requires a lot of practice, and you will probably die a lot because this dungeon that you're trying to escape is filled with death traps. So uh, it's it's all about, like, how can you, you know, learn this dungeon, get to know it like the back of your hand, and make it through as quickly as possible. And I think it's one of the best games ever made, certainly one of the best 2D exploration games that uh, spawned a whole... If you've never played the first Prince of Persia, like uh, tons of modern action games, owe an enormous debt to this. Yeah. Pretty much any game with climbing owes
1: a debt to this. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, it was an odd because I think it, did it come on PC first? It was on Apple II first. Yeah, I so it, like, and then then it
0: was on everything else uh, over time.
1: It's so weird because like the uh, Apple and PC games were like the worst place to play platformers, and then out comes Prince of Persia, which is like kind of the, the biggest evolution of the straightforward side-scroller that you'd ever seen. Yeah. Fluid animation, like, interesting level design, and it was, for a while, like, trapped on a system that I don't think the genre did very very well. So I'm glad it eventually... And it, it's, like, made by one or two guys like a very interesting story of like a yeah, very Jordan small
0: Jordan Mechner and like his yeah, brother his that brother he, like on he, he a rotoscoped dare. his brother like running around in the backyard doing stuff and and turned that into sprites for the game but uh and and yeah it had like extremely fluid animation for the time and eventually was on NES Super Nintendo Genesis Game Gear, everything it was on ported to everything eventually mm-hmm.
1: became
5: one of and, the most recognized game brands in yeah, the universe
0: and and the Sega CD version again adds those cutscenes. it gives it a kind of a a unique color palette it's it's sort of neon and anime-ish although the the sprites look a lot like the super nintendo and uh macintosh versions but it also adds a lot more backstory for some reason before the action actually starts
2: i am terrified
5: of jaffa while father has been away jaffa has banished the servants
2: don't worry when the Sultan returns, everything
5: will be all right. Yes. Thank you.
2: You're so kind. I've been very worried since Father left for his mission far away. <laughs> this is I'm so very so important. That... that- You are here. (laughs) That pause.
0: (laughs) Oh, and they're they're both, like, doing a full-on anime
1: blush when she says, you know, I'm so glad that you are here. There's, Uh, we were, (laughs) it sucks because you do sort of have to watch this because this is kind of one of, like, people say this a lot to shit on VO performances, but it is kind of, this clearly was all one take because no one knew what emotions they were Mm -hmm. reacting to because, like, Sometimes the characters are laughing while saying very serious lines. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't understand why they're laughing at this line at all.
5: I would like you to meet father when he returns.
2: Yes. But I am just a wandering traveler. Your father may be angered if he sees us together and banish me
1: along with Jaffa. <laughs> <laughs> We're not human. Why is that funny? He's going to bring back all the exiled snakes. I'm sorry. I'm Mm. still.
2: They're clearly laughing about how bad the dialogue (laughs)
1: is. It's just the actors, dude. It it was that that point in time where, like, it is more important for there to be voice acting than the voice acting Mm -hmm. be perfect.
3: Yeah, I was trying to get back into that mindset. and, And, like, I was watching this on YouTube earlier today. And I was like did people really sit in a meeting room and watch this footage and we're like, we're going to move uh, so yes. many copies. This is the take. This is, yeah. Okay. This we just nailed one. it. But it was, I do remember being a kid and, you know, growing up with the NES and then the Genesis. And then when my friend, uh, who was more spoiled than me, mm. <laughs> showed me his first like CD gaming console. And you, he had real voices and it wasn't these short, sound bites like stallone going send a maniac to catch one yeah yeah uh it was like uh it was mesmerizing it just felt like they were breaking some rule that i took for granted about what a video game could be so i didn't i remember not noticing that the the acting was crappy in those early cd games i
0: i think i've told the story before about seeing like ease book one and two for the first time like playing on a demo kiosk at a department store and seeing, I think this is this is like a the the intro of RoboTech or something. What, <laughs> this is so elaborate, and there's like lengthy narration. Like I, I was almost at the verge of tears. Like this is an, uh, incredible. This is what
1: games can be.
5: Yeah. And
0: and now like watching again, it's like, why did I think that?
1: Yeah, I, 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 I had the same Can't memory of like, like I, we would go to this bowling alley, and they had Double Dragon. It was my sister and I's job. To come and get the other one when the opening cutscene came on, because just even that was rare enough to like, holy shit! And you got to see the girl's underwear, and I was really excited. But yeah, it. all right. She's punched in the stomach and put over a guy's shoulder. Right. I have odd fetishes now. Double dragon.
0: Well, thank God you didn't develop that around the sequel where she gets shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I think you can see by the underwear when she's we're, dead. <laughs> we're overlooking the obvious. Like probably the reason the voice acting so bad is probably the most obvious one is they didn't have budgets for yeah, a lot of yeah. this stuff. Like they, they were, they, well, especially the Prince Persia games, the originals were kind of small teams. Like, like we already said, but this is like, it's an afterthought because it's like, well, okay, so we're paying to get the technology to be able to do the voiceover. And like we said, yeah. just having voiceover is more important than performance. There was no money left over to pay yeah, yeah. like real good voiceover. Yeah. And, actors. and a
0: lot of this is like, well, we spent the budget in Japan to hire decent voice actors there and you can just, yeah. you need to come up with English voice lines, but we're not giving you any money for that. So it's like mm. people from the marketing department were doing it. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, I know it, I know the, the tale very well, mm. <laughs> but sometimes it still happens.
5: Yeah.
2: But I, I think there might also be just a prestige thing. Like if you were a, a recognized voice actor, maybe voice acting for video games was viewed as like how movie stars used to view TV. Like, oh, no God, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare silly my resume
1: with doing video games. I mean, at
0: least one would that we'll we'll talk about later. I uh... I
1: think that they are relegated to, like, in a good way, an afterthought. Like, we cannot devote serious time and resources to this. But if you can do it like you say, young upstart, quickly, and you Mm -hmm. write it, then we'll do it. But if this costs us any time or resources, we're not putting in it at all. It's not a priority to get the game playable. But
0: but we'll keep it in even if it sounds
1: like this. So you've come this far. Very impressive.
2: Free the princess and leave this place forever.
3: (laughs) 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 You have the
5: audacity
3: to give me orders. We're using them. How using <laughs> Very well then, brave young hero. But first, you
4: must fight me. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <Yarr! laughs> Just reading the <laughs> Just reading it, I gotta make sure forever exactly as written. (laughs) Did I say a vast here or something else? Come on, (laughs)
5: it's funny because
3: the the game before this version was so evocative Mm. just by virtue of it being rotoscoped, you know, and having cool music. Uh, in a way, I feel like this subtracts from what they had, <laughs> but uh, we
2: didn't know yeah. yet. <laughs>
0: uh, but I mean, it, it remains an interesting cultural artifact, and underneath, it's it's still one of the best games ever.
2: I, I, I still can't explain, though, like even more recent games, uh, full motion, even like modern full motion video video games the acting is still like it's just not quite on par even with television right like I don't understand a lot of the time you feel like you're watching someone's college project you're like okay
1: this I mean you can can hear room tones and popping peas it's it's very amateurish for a game that wasn't made by amateurs but again what is
2: this a podcast come on (laughs) like okay and I'm not bad mathing this game because I enjoyed it I know Chris you didn't get into it but I played immortality recently Uh, last year's FMV Sam Barlow game right and it is considered for an fmv game it's it's considered one of the better one of those totally. with with good at, you know it has purposely bad acting in certain scenes where they're trying to reproduce you know Con- movie from the early 60s or whatever
1: acting i would say, like perfect acting
2: but it's even then it feels a little little low budge in some parts and it's mm. uh, that's just i think part of I sometimes wonder if that's part of the appeal of fmv games at this point it's like yeah that's kind of we'll just, there's a little bit of a nostalgia factor built in appeal, there, every you know? time i was
3: it's, it's become that yeah every time i was playing immortality
1: like are, are they aspiring to make poison ivy 2 the straight to video follow-up to poison <laughs> ivy like that the,
2: <laughs> i think they might did do. you ever see the the thing in that game by the way did you give it enough time to see the I, thing man, i swear i it gave it, it like
1: 40 minutes and eventually i did feel the controller vibrating but like where's the hook? I'm just combing over footage and I can't okay, go back and feel I, I a vibration.
2: I can't split it on the show. I'll tell you during the break. Okay.
0: Well, for now, let's move on to...
5: Number three.
0: Sometime in 1992. You
5: yeah.
0: can tell because he's a single Hello. Hello. Mike
3: Hager here.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mr. Hager. Kenny Omega?
5: So Sounds just like we expected.
3: You yes. I believe you know who I am. Don't hang up. We have a little business proposition for
1: you. Your daughter for your
4: cooperation.
1: Ooh. He's... He, he, he. He's Ron Silver in the sheets, macho man in the streets. That did not match up to the the footage I I know from Final Fight. No,
0: again, this does not sound like Hagar at all.
1: You son of a... What have you done to her?
2: Nothing yet. But we enjoy the opportunity. Listen to reason, man. Why make your job difficult? Just
4: let us do as we please, like the mayor before you did.
0: I feel like that's adding more story than the original had. Like, oh, the, the, the previous mayor before Mike Hagger was corrupt? Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Also, the
1: enhanced version of Final Fight got its music from like a coked out little mermaid Sebastian, this Calypso. <laughs> 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 I hadn't thought
0: about that. But yeah, it's it's, it's all awesome. like Red Book Audio versions of the, the tunes from the arcade and the earlier Final Fights. Uh, and and yeah, so this is Final Fight C D, which really adds voice tracks to the, the cutscenes that were not there before. It also enhances the music to wit. <laughs> Someone's really going nuts with a the synthesizer there, but uh,
2: it just sounds like when someone on Overclock Remix used to cover those old 16-bit game yeah, soundtracks. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like this is a mini bosss cover of uh, of a Final Fight tune.
1: Yeah, but but possibly the definitive version of the, the, yeah, well, like this might be the best console version of the time. This or the Game Boy one, yeah. It
3: was uh, the first. Yeah, it the, the first one to have Guy?
0: Um, well, console? Final Final Fight Guy had Guy, yes. but
1: I think it they, it. they had to ditch one character or the other. Yeah, Friday this version. was
0: this was the only one with all three characters, mm-hmm. as far as Got,
3: I know. Yeah, I mean that alone is that's a that's a pretty big deal. And yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I was telling Michael before, uh, <laughs> I, I had worked on trans. I had translated a book where they talked about. Uh, developing Final Fight, the original arcade version, and they talked about uh, how that they made it during a global ROM sor- shortage, so they had oh. to come up with all these ways to cut corners uh, to fit everything on on the machine, I guess. And um, <laughs> uh, what, like, you see it everywhere mm-hmm. in Final Fight, like it, a lot of people point out that Cody has like awkwardly straight posture and it's because Mm. they needed his sprite to be a certain width Uh, like he, he couldn't exceed a certain width or they'd have to like add more tiles or something which would cost ROM space and so they tried to make him as skinny as possible as f- for as much of the game as possible. So when you walk, you have this really skinny silhouette that looks a little weird. He's standing up so straight. And that's the save space. Hagar's upper body doesn't move at all when he walks. Yeah. <laughs> Same deal. It's so that they didn't have to have some, like, multiple, you know, chunks of his upper body. Uh, so to have all this fancy VO and fancy music, uh, I-, I just think of it as, like, a, a sort of flex of yeah. you know th- this is what CD tech can do for gaming
1: yeah it's because I have I play so much Final Fight like obviously the arcade version is definitive but this is like that extended Hateful Eight cut on Netflix Quentin Tarantino's like it's not my director's cut but it is like an enhanced cut of stuff you wouldn't yeah. get otherwise mm-hmm.
0: still not not quite as good as the arcade obviously um, but you know the arcade doesn't let you hear what Guy and Cody sound like Guy Jessica was kidnapped Jessica,
2: my sweetheart since childhood. The Mad Gear must pay. She's my friend, too. Count me in.
0: Yeah, she's my friend, too. That's why I had to ask who she was. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jessica? Oh, right. Yeah, my friend, Jessica. Yeah, yeah, my, Win- also your girlfriend. my Winnie
1: Cooper. The person I've been <laughs> dating since childhood. <laughs> Ugh.
5: Final yeah. fight. But,
1: uh, still, final fight. It's like if I had could spend one day in a video game world. Give me 1992 mm. Metro City. I would fucking love it. Which is
5: yeah.
1: not dissimilar to today Japan outside uh, of the violence.
3: Hmm. Another, you know, another like uh, thing to point out about this game is that uh, you know, whereas a lot of Sega CD games were just like enhanced version of Genesis games. There was no Genesis Final Fight and Genesis players I think felt that because it was so cool. Mm. And the Super Nintendo got it albeit kind yeah, of a nerf Genesis version.
0: had Streets of Rage which was a similar game. Yeah. A, a lot of yeah. people would say much better series
3: but you know much smaller yeah. sprites also. Yeah. So to eventually so, so to finally get Final Fight was you know uh, more than a lot of other Sega CD games I feel like this was sort of a, a Sega CD Value Folks got multiple
1: Final Fights. It's almost unfair until you remember the Final Fight fighting game, uh, which is yeah.
2: not very good.
3: <laughs> Isn't that for Saturn? I, thought it was for, I think it's for Sega CD. There's a, there's a Saturn. No, there's a Saturn okay. game. I, hmm.
2: I think they made the right move just rolling Final Fight into the Street Fighter universe at this point. Yeah, and my, yeah. my prediction is before we get another actual Final Fight game... We might secretly get one as like a mode I in a Street Fighter game.
3: I think we have to, yep. yeah. With with,
2: with Six it's, it's, Six's whole,
0: I mean, that was like, what Six's I kind of thought thing. Six was going to have with the yeah. story mode and you know
5: Metro
1: City as a setting. Yeah, give me Tech and Force, baby. Put it put it in there. And mm. I say I've been asking. Yeah. I've been, I've been asking internally. They do that for <laughs> for like ten years ago. <laughs> Why doesn't Street Fighter have like a cheesy ass yeah. final fight mode? Just do it. You can have Darkstalkers Ooh. as the bosses. It'll be amazing. So give, me a, give me a proper follow-up to this ending.
5: Where are you going? How can you just walk away now?
2: I want to stay here with you, Jessica, but I can't. Not while evil still stalks the stream.
5: Oh, Cody.
0: Yeah, I have to leave because there's evil to fight.
3: <laughs> and then he got arrested. Yeah, then he got arrested yeah, and went yeah, to prison yeah. and
0: became mayor.
1: Most recently. Yeah, this guy was out there right. fighting evil. We had to put him in jail. Like, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and while he was on the inside, she hooked up with a guy who didn't remember who she was, but she was a friend
1: of his.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: It's, it's, yes, it's underwritten, but like, it's so blatantly Walter <laughs> Hill inspired, which Street, oh,
5: very Street much Fighter so. kind
1: of is, too. It's it's based on pulpy, very action, action-y movie, manly action movies in the 1970s and 80s. You remember how mind-blowing it was when they revealed certain Street Fighter 2 levels were like almost directly ripped from Charles Bronson movie like but not like like memories <laughs> like the developers memories of these Charles Bronson movies um, mm-hmm. not, not shot
3: that's fair game it, it is yeah.
1: it's how you get inspired by stuff and it's it's cool when something burns into your brain that well and you can make some tribute to it even if you don't acknowledge it I don't consider it plagiarism at all I think that's how cool things get made and and I love so I love that universe of Street Fighter and Final Fight and Final Fight kind of originated as a Street Fighter in the Street Fighter franchise anyway. It was its original name.
5: Well,
0: yeah, it was originally like Street Fighter 89.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. And then we so. got Street
0: Fighter 2010. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> counts that as part of the canon.
3: Wait till you hear me defend that game. <laughs> oh
1: I've been there. I've heard it before. And yeah, like, it. Like I don't know. Greg and I did work at Capcom. And Final Fight, remember, like, was also a huge hit early on in Xbox uh 360 when they released Double Impact. It was like a pretty crazy hit because it was an affordable mm. downloadable quality right. game with Magic Sword for some reason. <laughs> and another game, another game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still still love the Game Boy Advance version of yeah, Final it's Fight really good because it lets you play as the Street Fighter Alpha versions of Guy and Cody How and cool. and they're like well, this seems familiar. Where have I like it changes the cutscenes around them, which is really neat. Mm. Uh, if you're if you're a, a sucker for story like I am but uh if you wanna you want to talk about a game with a lot of story you want to talk Jimmy. about
4: number two could this be the key where did that come from I don't know I never saw it before well, here you take it <laughs> thanks Kurt this will help me clobber the kingpin
0: what's happening to me
5: oh, oh.
3: oh no that
5: guy really he's the lizard again he fucking owned
1: (laughs) it yeah It, it is the ultimate like Look, I have another job tomorrow. I can only do the Scream once. Yeah. Like, all right,
2: fine. I... <laughs> ah! Even though it got, it's all blown out. They're like, yeah, um, we really is... should get another take.
1: No, no, that was it. That was the I, one. I cannot <laughs> believe how familiar this is to me. We Brett showed this to us. We played it on like the eighth episode of Talk Radder, mm-hmm. our old show. Wow. And it was one of the first clips I went back and listened to over and over again because <laughs> none of us expected that Scream, how much we made fun of it, how Spider-Man sounds like... A 1930s radio version of itself? Yes.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't ever play. want
2: to hear about the Andrew Garfield Spider Man again after this. Okay. <laughs> this fucking. This
0: was Spider Man versus the Kingpin, an enhanced remake of a Genesis game that had come out uh, a few years earlier, and I did not realize how successful it was. Apparently, two thirds of all people who had a Genesis owned Spider Man versus the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And, and it like single-handedly convinced Marvel, as I think according to GamingHistory101.com, that uh, they should continue their licensing deal with Sega, that it was worth it. Um, but this was a pretty good side-scrolling action-adventure game starring Spider-Man. It, it faithfully reflected Spider-Man's powers. You could climb up just about any surface, including ceilings and walls. Uh, you could hit, I think, the C button to shoot web, or you hold it down and you'll you'll do a swing, and you can mm-hmm. jump out of the swing and attack. And uh, it's it's just a really cool 16-bit Spider-Man.
1: It, it's it's pretty bizarre because I, I don't. I have to imagine there were other licensing deals afoot because Spider-Man had been kind of a shitty game character for a really long oh, yeah. time, yeah. and and Sega just has. It, it's really weird. Sega has this awesome relationship with Spider-Man. Uh, this early on the arcade games the genesis game and this one like they're good they're they're what you want to do in a Mm spider-man game which hadn't happened before and it is weirdly exclusive to sega platforms
5: yeah
3: do you do you guys know who like what the story is behind development because there were later genesis spider game spider-man games that were ljn Mm -hmm. this is not right I don't think so.
2: It was it was published by Sega and Acclaim.
1: Acclaim but, but was, Sega, I think, I, the Game Gear version. But yeah, yeah, developers
0: yeah. are Technopop and Grey Matter.
1: Sega huh. did weirdly have some exclusivity with Sega because they made that arcade game. And Spider-Man, I think legally worked his way into being a Shinobi boss. I, I'm pretty sure that was legal. At well, the time. like
0: to the to the point where I think I saw something about it in a Marvel, like the bullpen bulletins or something, talking mm-hmm. about like, hey, sp- that Spider-Man in Shinobi, and you're going to be seeing a lot more of the Webhead real soon. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So, it's amazing. It's and, and the first time I remember Spider-Man, my you know one of my favorite comic heroes, being amazing, mm-hmm. was on a Sega platform in that old arcade game. They pop up. In some of my groups, every once in a while for sale, it was a beautiful cabinet. God damn, it's yeah. pretty.
0: But uh, Spider-Man versus the Kingpin, aside from like, yeah, making him sound like a 1930s radio <laughs> version of himself, and like every time the spider, like you could see Spider-Man's face talking, it would move in this, this really <laughs> exaggerated way. It looks like he's like chewing a jawbreaker or something underneath, just like cheekbones pushing out as his face deforms but uh, it also had a great uh song you remember who wrote the song chris Mr Big Mr Big is, yes. uh, with Swing Time
1: Swing Time, time.
5: Now with Swing Time Swing Time, take on swing time
2: Oh get that right get that right yeah, time. yeah. Put
0: some pants on take, that. man! Take
1: no prisoners? That's half of Spidey's power yeah. is taking prisoners. <laughs>
0: That's, why does he have the webs if not to take prisoners? <laughs> he can
2: now, kill. Now I see why the U2 Broadway musical failed. I mean, you can't live up to that shit, no, can you? No,
1: I'm I, and I'm bouncing off the walls. I was just listening to that soundtrack again. It, it is hysterical. It was. not. It, it I, turns out out I was. It's, it's a great accompaniment to beating up
0: thugs yes. uh, in New York. Listen
1: to this uh, <laughs> Those are all U two songs, by the way, Matt. They're not, not worth listening to. Mm. They are terrible. Rise above. Not not it? as not as good right. as what uh, we just heard as so what w- I was saying. We
0: were talking earlier about how like, oh, maybe voice actors, you know, thought video games were beneath them. At least one didn't, and I wanna see if you can recognize this is
4: why don't you relax spider-man take some time off get away from it all i know the perfect place coney island
0: (laughs) sounds like a plan Uh, (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a plan i cut that off because i like the mundanity of it um that is cam clark uh aka jimmy flinders aka canada aka leonardo the ninja turtle aka liquid liquid snake snake, yeah. yeah that's probably his most iconic video game role but yeah he's he's several characters in this he's electro he's uh, a couple of cops including this one who comes to on the scene after you save an old
4: lady officer that nice young man in the long underwear saved my person all my money good work spider-man it's a good thing you came along when you did You're the best friend this city ever had. I'm just glad you're on our side. I was just doing my job, officer. Happy to be of help. Young man, I don't know what I would have done without you, but you really shouldn't run around in public dressed like that.
5: Oh. (laughs) Uh. Spare it no
1: thought, young damsel, for I am Teenage Spider-Man. Yes. (laughs) I was a humble photographer
0: out uh, to make a freelance
1: <laughs> fee. And who was Cam Clark. He sounded like he sounded like Herman Munster from that goddamn pet cemetery. Sometimes dead is better in New York City.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though t- to think back to ha- like this was a, like a year before this the 90s Spider-Man cartoon came out. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And I guess there hadn't really been something like that since what, no, 80, he, he always 60s? had different.
1: He always had different voices. If he was animated, it was mostly for commercials telling you to use less power and not get molested. He, mm. he always had it. <laughs> oh,
2: I remember the
0: uh, the Spider Friends show when I was a kid with uh, Firestar and uh, true. Iceman. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah. This explains how they were able to play fast and loose with the plot because I was just kind of reading the synopsis of this game. So it starts with Peter and Mary Jane are married, which mm-hmm. sometimes I think that happened in the long running. Comic strip series yeah, in, in that used to read 90s, in the newspaper. In the nineties
0: oh. they were married in the comics.
2: Uh so but then uh in this according to this game, the Kingpin forcibly made Dr. Octopus from Otto Octavius, which I don't know yeah. how what that entailed, doesn't sound great. And he also forcibly made the Sandman, like that's that cutscene you were playing. It's like basically the Kingpin's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna make other uh supervillains to fight this Spider Man asshole that I always have to deal yes, with. It's, and then it's... get him
1: to be voiced by Patrick Warburton, hey Peter. I'm not, I'm not quite Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, whatever, Thomas Church Thomas, guy. T- Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, Man. Peter. You ever, you ever see the movie Sideways? It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, you but, doing, uh, Peter?
0: So the the story of, of this is that Kingpin goes on TV and says, Oh, Spider-Man is turned rogue, and he's got a bomb that's going to blow up the city in 24 hours if we don't capture him and make him give us the sh- the shutdown code. Uh, I'll put out a $10,000 bounty on Spider-Man and everyone just believes it. Hell yeah. And it's like, now the cops are hunting for Spider-Man. So like when a villain beats you, for example, (laughs) they will just dump you on the, the stairs of the, uh, the, the local police precinct and you'll get arrested. And, and like all the game overs have cutscenes now that show what happens to Spider-Man, for example, when he winds up in the hospital. This man has been hurt, officer.
4: I don't care what you say he's done. I can't let you disturb him until his condition stabilizes. Is that George Plimpton? What okay, Doc. <laughs> sooner or later, that mask has got to come off. If you pick continue, I've got to get out of here. Fast. <laughs> Lucky I've also got the healing ability of a spider. That'll mark on me.
1: <laughs> Little trick I learned in the war. <laughs> I
2: also happen to be Ash from the Evil Dead series. What the fuck? I was gonna say sounds a little like Nathan Fillion there, like doing yeah. doing a hero voice. Uh but wait, can we can we talk about that? <laughs> He has a bo- allegedly has a bomb to blow up the city, mm-hmm. and they only offered a $10,000 yeah. reward. $10 reward. <laughs> the
1: bomb is going to blow up the city, so why don't you kidnap
0: me? What? There's still a bomb out there. What are you doing? Yeah. I think that was maybe just in the original Genesis version. In the Sega CD version, Kingpin ups it to $500,000. And the game over sequences change depending on how many you get. Like, you know, the doctor's like, I don't know how he escaped last time, but uh, you still can't take off his mask. And
4: the, the arrest sequences uh, do something similar. Spider-Man, again? I guess he can't get enough of this place, huh? Put him away, boys. Some guys just never learn. Here we go again. And tell O'Malley to stay awake this time.
0: A wolf? Yeah.
4: yeah, sure, Sarge.
0: Yeah, we won't learn anything and and take off his mask or take his web shooters or nothing. We'll just throw him in fully costumed and not check out. Being it.
3: Spider-Man are going to wait till something better comes around. <laughs> I I have a question. Do, does anyone know if this game retains the photography that was in the Genesis version cuz that blew my mind. Yeah, that was uh, how, that was crazy. Like you know cuz this was a very early Genesis game. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up on Maximum Carnage, which was the late Genesis game. and It was kind of just a beat em up But the early Spider-Man game, it really goes to great lengths to recreate the whole Spider-Man. It's like a Spider-Man job simulator. You, know? you, you can swing. You can, you can trap things in your web. You can stick to walls. You can beat them up. And you can choose your camera from like a, an item menu in your pause screen. And then, like, take f- shots while you're fighting Doc Ock and stuff. It's crazy. I don't yeah, know. Like-
1: and I, I just want to, because I've told the story a thousand times, I was so committed to video games, and my parents were so committed against them. That's how my dad got my sister and I to sign up for the swim team one summer because he wanted us to play sports over the summer. And he, my dad bought, has bought me, in my life, five video games, one of them Spider-Man. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, if you place in, this, in one swim meet i will buy you spider-man for genesis and i hated it refused to wear speedo wore trunks went to a meet play second and like i quit spider-man please and he'd suck to it he let me quit (laughs) i quit after getting silver (laughs) to go play (laughs) 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 spider-man give me spider-man damn
0: uh the this the second this this version also had three different endings which is interesting um So there's the good ending. So at the end of the game, spoilers, I guess, Kingpin kidnaps Mary Jane. And uh, hangs her over a vat of acid and Spider-Man has to stop Kingpin and rescue Mary Jane. <laughs> and uh, there's the good ending where he achieves both of these. And there's the uh, the, the not so good ending where he beats Kingpin but uh, forgets to save Mary Jane. And she gets dunked in the acid and Spider-Man just like goes over to the vat and like picks up this rope that has like just at the end of it burned off. It's like, oh no, Mary Jane. It even, <laughs> it even burned the ladle. And then there's the, the really bad ending, which is Spider Man does not save Mary Jane or defeat the Kingpin, and the Kingpin strings them both up on the, the hook over the vat of acid, and you get to watch them being slowly dunked in.
4: Looks like you've crawled your last wall, Spider Man. It was bound to come to this someday. What a lovely couple you make. A shame. Goodbye, Spider-Man. I'm going to miss outsmarting you.
0: And then, like, the second they disappear under the acid, it just, like, smash cuts to black.
1: Zounds. Like, is man, this the that's grim. Friendly neighborhood Spider Man? <laughs> <Yeah>, apparently. <laughs> I just wanted to say Zounds. Zounds. <laughs> it's, an, it's an old Stanleyism. <laughs> <laughs> put this so version in the next Spider Verse
2: movie, you cowards. That's all I want to say. Oh. Right? I,
1: I wouldn't put it past them. I really wouldn't. I watched it, that trailer yeah. on the big screen this weekend, and my heart was a It's a good trailer. Mm. It is a good trailer.
2: Ah,
0: but that just brings us to.
4: Number one. Spirit, he was telling me about your tumble with the hairballs. Sounds like you really mixed it up out there. That's the way, isn't it, mate? Just you and some hairball, twisting about, trying to get a missile lock. (laughs) Formations, uniforms, medals, wingmen, that's all sheep dip. All that Bruce can count on out there is himself
2: and his missiles.
0: This is, of course, Bubsy CD. Um, I was going to say, the is books? this
2: KO, K.O. the Kangaroo uh, early years so or no? This is,
0: this is Wing
2: Commander. I, I know. Wow! I never <laughs> yeah. would have guessed that. I so, suggested Chuck Rock. <laughs> or as that actor would have said it, this is Wine Commander. <laughs> Wine Commander. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wing Commander is... They can't uh, get uh, offended because they're all white, see? We're <laughs> about... Oh, we'll get into offensiveness. <laughs> uh, this, this version is not entirely clean. But, uh, so Wing Commander was an early 90s, late 80s, I forget exactly when it came out, PC game that was one of the earliest, like, really cinematic video game experiences. Felt like being in a movie where, like, you could not only fly these space combat missions, but like, you could go to the the bar between missions and talk to your wingman. You could, uh, if you did really well, you would get promotions and medals. And the story had branching paths. And depending on how you did, there were, like, you know, losing paths and winning paths. And if you were successful in your missions, you'd go up the winning path and, you know, things would be going well for you in the story. But it was always possible to... Start doing badly, and then the the you know the story like oh they they kill rathi these uh, alien cat people are winning the, the war people. against yeah. the Terrans and chase slowly chasing you out of the system, so it like that flexibility was really cool, and this later came to several other platforms, but the Sega CD version is the only version apparently that has a, a voice track that it's it's the original PC graphics but with voiceover characters and strangely no subtitles but uh, you get to you know sit through fully voiced mission briefings with a familiar voice
4: all right boys and girls listen up we've just jumped into the gimley system and we've got some work to do Gimli has been occupied by the kirafi for some time the claw is not the first terran ship to arrive We've got a handful of battleships already in the system. Most of these ships are currently under attack by Kilrathi. So we'll be dispatching fighters to help in their defense.
0: It's uh, Cam Clark against us. Again, it's uh. Colonel Halcyon. Uh,
2: so the thing is, it, it wasn't Freddie Prince Jr. or Matthew Lillard, so you no. lost my interest. Which, that movie was only like six or seven years after these games. Like, it felt oh, like a long span yeah,
1: between. That was, that was like
0: then. early
2: 2000s. Yeah, was it? No, really? that movie was 99. These games were really? early 90s, Ugh, right? Oh, wow, yeah, well, that's yeah. weird to
1: think about. It feels like different, goddamn. It feels like there were like 18 American Wars in between those releases. <laughs> I mean,
2: the series wasn't on my radar. I might be th- confusing it and thinking of three and four because that's when Mark Hamill started yeah, those, those games. That's like
0: when those... they became FMV games. Yeah. And, and Alfred Dowell came aboard. So, yeah, not, yeah, 1990 was the first Wing Commander, but speaking of Matthew Lillard's character, if you've ever wanted to hear a performance that makes Matthew Lillard seem not at all annoying by comparison, <laughs> uh, here's his character, Maniac, on the Sega CD.
4: Dodging flak and fighter cover to make a missile run at a destroyer? Man, that'll be a rush! <laughs> it should! Get quick, waste the mama cat! then pick the kittens off one by one school that's the way to do it
0: so, and that conversation sticks out of my mind because see the the wingman it was all about like immersion and making the the wingman that flew with you feel more like characters and you know but they would have like these little dialogues there'd always be two of them sitting at the bar and you could talk to one and then the other and, and this one sticks out in my mind because, like, yeah, first you talk to Maniac and he's saying all that shit about, like, oh, yeah, you, this is what you do. You, you just go after the big, slew targets first and then mop up all the fighters. And then the experienced pilot sitting next to him, boss man, who has a not faintly offensive accent, uh, gainsays all that.
4: A lot of young pilots get excited when they mm. see their first destroyer. <laughs> oh, no. Just what do you mean by that, boss? They lose their heads and go straight in for the battleship. Then a right fighter they forgot about blasts them from behind. Big ships move slow and turn like pigs. Thing to do is clean up the fighter cover first. Then go in for the battleship.
1: No! Yeah. So why, why, we, the, why the Mad Dog McCree fucking saloon music I don't know.
0: That's, that's that's always what plays in the saloon. I guess you are just fans of banjo music in space.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing, like, that sounds offensive until you go back and watch Star Wars Episode One with the Trade Federation yeah. guys, yeah. which is still a thing, by the way, having just visited Disneyland, Galaxy's Edge now has to use that stereotypical <laughs> voice like in the ride when Root what's that gunray. What's that species though? The the oh, um...
5: Gungans? No. No, no,
2: not Gungans. It's it's the the Troidasians or some shit like that, like whatever. the Trade Dugans. Federation. They <laughs> still all talk like that because that's how it sounded in episode <laughs> 1.
0: Sure, yeah, you know, they're not at all like gross stereotypes from World war 2 movies about the Japanese. <laughs> oh, no. But speaking of which, one of the my favorite characters from this is one of your first wingmen, who's a Japanese woman who goes by spirit. And uh, yeah, the the performance they give her is extremely cringy.
4: Konnichiwa, Hachatsan. Please, take a seat.
0: Playing this largely for Greg's <laughs> if benefit.
3: If I may
5: say so, you are doing quite well.
3: Why would you stress the "wa"? Colonel
5: Sama is most <laughs> pleased with your performance thus far. There was no
4: need to praise me before him, though honorable second lieutenant. The
3: credit for a mission success is due to its leader, not his assistance.
0: Honorable
1: Second Lieutenant. Oh, boo. But that was, the, that was the first, like, significant cringe I'd seen from Greg. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh
0: <laughs> But you know, not not all the stereotypes are, are necessarily non-white either.
5: What? The opponent. look
3: all
5: the hits yep. <laughs> get in the
3: belly <laughs> like, look we, have, we can do real uh, voiceover now yeah, yeah yeah might as well just <laughs> so get Scrooge McDuck sucks.
2: in there for good measure I mean, there's, there's
1: some Jap- <laughs> Japanese email out there look if you can find a real Scotsman by all means but, like, <laughs> I've never seen one they may not exist
0: and, and not everyone's even doing a stereotype some are just doing Clint Eastwood impressions
4: let me give you a tip kid Oh <laughs> Never rush a jolte head on. A Jolthi carries six front-mounted laser cannons. First shot takes out your shields. Next, I'll blow through the cockpit into
2: the reactor. This will be on the test. Someone yeah, next, do this. Next Someone shot animate- blows out your compressor. <laughs> Someone animate that, but have him talking to an empty chair. Please <laughs> do. that. <laughs>
3: Oh I feel God. like at least as many people who had a Sega CD, hmm. as many people who got a Sega CD were like, this is awesome. There must have been just as many people who were like, send it back. We don't, we don't want voiceover in our games. <laughs> this <Just laughs> makes it
0: much worse, actually.
3: I think that's
1: why I'm so comfortable laughing at this, because this is something I very much wanted and welcomed in games and didn't hmm. realize how little I wanted it and welcome it was 20 years later. It's what I thought was going to make games better, and... They did eventually, but, yeah, it's not something you can really hang a game's hat on. There's kind of, Ooh. like, a more important thing to this medium than voice acting. You can have a great game with bad voice acting. Yep. I do remember just,
2: I, I at the time, I would be very excited to go into arcades and see, like, Mad Dog McCree, right? Like, mm-hmm. all these FMV games had their time, and it was, like, a year or two where you're like, that's what I want to play. I want to play those fucking FMV games. And it's like, mm. Yeah. After a while, you kind of, yeah, you, you saw it through what they were going for. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's like, I think for me, the turning point was like an EGM thing where like the the guy was reviewing Mad Nog McCree two or something. It's like you shoot at a movie. Sometimes the movie pretends to shoot back like, Oh God, that's (laughs) all they are. Aren't they? Yes. Yes. Yeah. This isn't fun. This is kind (laughs) of shitty, but, uh, Yeah. I mean, part of the fun of the original PC version was also, like, getting to choose your pilot's name and call sign. So that, like, you know, you could put in your own name and, like, the colonel would, like, congratulate you. And, like, oh, it's like I'm part of this world. Or you could, you know, put in, like, you know, your, your own cool, like, maverick or whatever. Yeah. And uh, this f- diarrhea. And because <laughs> this was voiced over, um, yeah, you can call yourself whatever you want as yeah. long as it's hotshot.
4: For meritorious conduct in confronting the Kilrathi enemy in the Gimlay system, the Terran Confederation is proud to present the gold star to Captain Hotshot.
2: (laughs) We didn't learn (laughs) his name. We, I, yeah. I would have said either that or kid those, that they're going to yeah, refer yeah. to you as either kid or hotshot uh, that entire game.
0: Contrast this with the Super Wing Commander for 3DO which was a full remake uh, that also later made it to Mac where your name is just Maverick for some reason. <laughs> like mm, we're just going to blatantly reason. rip off Top Gun. Yeah, why not? Thanks and for think, visiting the
4: Gimli system. Please help yourself to some sorted pork.
0: Oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like death also played a role in this. Like your wingman could die and then they would disappear from the the story like they'd no longer be in the bar you couldn't hang out with them anymore and even you could die and if you did you got treated to a full funeral that talked about your accomplishments thus far
4: we are gathered here to pay tribute to one of our own second lieutenant hotshot (laughs) it is always sad to lose a pilot but it is especially difficult when he is as young as hotshot (laughs)
1: <laughs> Guys, this post started a chance game. to
4: prove himself. Company, dead, shut.
5: Great bear, heart.
4: <laughs> Farewell, hot shot. <laughs>
0: And you get the full Star Trek <laughs> burial at space, yeah. where they send your your coffin off into the void. Hot
5: yeah, you listeners can see the subtitles. In the
2: Legolas
1: genocide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
2: guys, you guys couldn't see the subtitles. It read "Press F to Hotshot right there on the screen.
0: <laughs>
2: Press F to Hotshot.
1: All right. Well, that was fun. That was. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did not know we get this much mileage out of it, but I'm very entertained. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, something about old voice clips makes for good podcast oh, fodder. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that has been our top five, what do we even call this, games that were enhanced for Sega CD? I mean, you're just going to use some silly their voice. Like,
1: SEO-proof Ooh. pun anyway when you put it up. What does it matter? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who cares?
0: Uh, anyway, on that note, that's been our top five. We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Stay tuned.
4: Let's get
1: scratching. Hello, fellow nerf herders. Did you not like Last Jedi, Rise of the Skywalker, or would you just prefer a majority of Star Wars fans take a slow walk into a volcano? What I'm saying is, are you sick of Star Wars? Well, I thought I was, but my co-hosts Jeremy and Adam beg to differ, except when they don't. Get ready for a whole lot of love, a whole lot of hate, and a whole lot of geeky therapy in our new series, Sick of Star Wars with a big, giant question mark, exclusively available at patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a little
5: taste. My <laughs>
1: There was no internet in 1980. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, But I I wanted to find people's reactions to Empire Strikes Back. Because... Yeah. It's the the twist, man. What was it? What was it when people walk at a theater? How were people talking about this? And it's... One, it's really weird. The only cool record we have of this is Starlog magazine allowed people to write in. And you can find those on archive.org. And that remains the closest thing we have to a comment thread about Empire Strikes Back when it comes out. But what we did have was wonderful, wonderful news stories. They have audience reactions of people coming out of the theater. Although the critics are disappointed, consumers looking for an escape into fantasy this summer will have the last word. Left me confused. I didn't understand any
2: of it. Special effects were tremendous. Really enjoyed it. Oh, I
3: thought it was pretty good. I didn't like the ending. It could have been a better ending. Get
4: fucked, (laughs) Lee.
1: <laughs> oh, that's Sick of Star Wars, available exclusively at patreon.com slash lasertime, along with weekly bonus shows, over a hundred movie commentaries, exclusive bonus podcasts, and more for just five bucks. And that's in addition to the brand new show, Sick of Star Wars, an angst-ridden podcast saga told in nine parts. Listen long and prosper.
5: This is
3: so wizarding.
1: And welcome back
0: to our final segment, where we'll just jump straight headlong into that wonderful time of the show, known only as... One Piece Odyssey is probably the biggest release this week, but it comes out after we record, so we can't say a whole lot about it. There is a free demo. one piece. I, you look I, at I me. was
2: just about to make the same
5: exact joke.
1: <laughs> God damn it. And I believe that anime does contain a Chinese chicken. Hmm. No, I, 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 <laughs> There's like a thousand plus episodes. It's entirely possible. I know. The, the only joke I have that works with uh, my girlfriend's young kids is uh, yeah, I'll do that right after I catch up on One Piece. It, hmm. and, they, and I just, I, I did want to relay this my girlfriend's son just he walked into the kitchen and we were playing Bloodborne the day before and he just walked into the kitchen it's like ten o'clock at night and just says I play souls games so I can memorize my dad's attack patterns and left. And like that's <laughs> <and like>, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a great joke. Uh. He clearly took it from somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah kids. So, in other words. One,
0: one Piece Odyssey is, uh, f- from what I can tell, rating reviews, it's a JRPG. It's supposed to be quite good. Um, oh. If you're into One Piece, especially, which I guess the entire internet is, except for me, I've played exactly one One Piece game I enjoyed, World Seeker, because it's an open world thing where you can get around like Spider-Man by being rubbery. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, another RPG open world where you play as uh, as Goku as as Kakarot and like on on his whole saga is being uh, re like there's there's a new gen enhanced version for Xbox Series X and S and PS5, <laughs> so it's a very anime week. But Man,
1: uh, well, that, that does remind me, and it, it maybe it should show up in new releases. I uh, you know trying to save money, but I wanted to play. We keep talking behind the scenes about uh, Final Fantasy uh, Crisis Core Reborn and thanks Hell to yeah. Matt and his uh the Xbox rewards trick I'm like oh I got like 30 bucks I can spend on this new game Um and it that Xbox X enhanced shit and the, the PS5 enhanced it's got really confusing because I think the base version you can't it, it doesn't claim it's Xbox Series X Enhanced Series X Enhanced well, there's and, X and S Enhanced but the yeah, Premium version definitely makes that distinction. I go over to PS5. There's two versions. One's forty. One's thirty-nine. One's sixty-nine, and they don't make any distinction at all. So, like, I'm googling around, like, which one of these is the next gen product? Fucking confusing. I didn't. I didn't realize that we were, we were gonna have to go through this in this era. God damn it! I thought my machine would just find the one that. Works best on this machine, and tell me to yeah, buy that. Generally, one. you're not supposed to on Xbox. It's supposed to just be the one version. So
2: that yeah. that is unusual. Unless That's, you were looking at literally. Well, they didn't. They didn't have a port of that game before. Right. Reunion. So right, and, yeah.
1: and and only the digital version says, or the uh, premium version says it's Xbox Series X Enhanced, and like it's like the this first thing under the title on the more expensive version. So like, shit, I meant, to, I meant to bring that up somewhere else, but I just wondered if anybody else in our new release community was experiencing that kind of fucking confusion. The spe- Only the special edition is next-gen enhanced? Weird. Not
2: really. What does the special edition even include? I don't even see the special edition. Oh, oh, it's, yeah, there it oh it's there. Hmm. The anyway, sorry. Reunion Digital Deluxe Edition, okay.
0: Okay, but also, uh, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider Woo! Uh, Greg, this is one you're excited about. Tell us. Highly about
3: it. anticipated. It was the the launch window was announced as fall 2022 for a while, so I was eagerly awaiting. And then they pushed it. Uh, it's probably for the best because fall gets so crowded. But this is a you know this is Masher's Brazilian,
1: and team. we talked about this off mic. And Greg was like, "Did you ever play Blazing Chrome?" And that clicked a thing in my yeah. head. I'm like, "That's one of the." F- First Game Pass games I loved so much, it was really hard to delete, even after I was totally done with it. But a really... They really, really get yeah, it. A, a yeah, a great, like, Contra 3, like... I think Greg's probably with me on this. Like, somebody who makes a super authentic old-school game, like...
3: Yeah, without, without being totally beholden to the limitations. Yes. You know, it's... it's uh, they, they, They've studiously learned from... The, the, the old ways of making games. What there is to learn, but they've also made they've sensible. also incorporated
1: mechanics from Demolition Man Sega CD. Precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: uh, it's just really good it's if you're game. if you're like a 16 bit fan. Joy Masher should be on your radar. Hmm. Uh, they, so in addition to Blazing Chrome, they made a game called Autolus, which is like a Castlevania homage. Ooh. It's really good. Uh, there's a game called Oni Ken. I haven't played that one yet, but uh, looks cool. Uh, and now, and now, um, Moon Rider, which is, uh, it looks to me like sort of a shinobi homage. I played the demo and it was super fun. It's, it's, uh, it's got great flow. You've got the dive kick and you bounce off the enemies and then you dive kick the next guy. It's that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looks it, fucking rad. Yeah. It should be I didn't pretty e-
1: damn fun. I didn't hear about it until we started the show. And to me, Moonrider only sounded like a way a, a Brooklyn guy would insult a gay guy in the nineties. Where you going there, Moonrider? Huh? You're gonna, oh, sorry. But, <laughs> Where are you going there, Moonrider?
0: You are gonna get your own Marvel series, Moonrider? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you like a go, cross between
0: Moon
2: Knight and Ghost Rider? You gonna go host something on Bravo and win an Emmy? There you go, Moonrider. <laughs> you are gonna be a fucking sequel to a Michael Jackson movie, Moonrider? Go, Moon go fuck yourself. eh,
1: hey, suck my dick. <laughs> Suck my guillons. Now I'm the Moon Rider. Look at me go. (laughs) Uh, By the way,
2: Chris, you were talking about Demolition Man's influences on games, and I just had this revolution. I can't be the first person to put this together. Um, Master Chief is a Spartan whose name is John. Uh Mm. John Spartan, like the lead character in Demolition Man.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, worlds within worlds. Mind blown wow, that does, can I give you a minor video game story tangent to the new releases? I know Michael hates this, but it is a show where we mm-hmm. talk about things we're doing with games, so why not? Uh, my Xbox Series X, lightning struck it and it broke. And I talked to my friend who can fix stuff uh, and I had um, my dad, <laughs> I had some money and I found an Xbox Series X in the wild and like, I need this for my job, I need this for my enjoyment, my Xbox is my primary media player, I can sort of justify, even though I I didn't want to do it. I bought an Xbox Series X and I gave my uh, One X to my, my friend, which I love. I love the One X. I still do. My fucking TV antenna doesn't plug into my new Xbox. Uh, and he fixed it up and like, oh, it's just the power supply. It got burnt out and he swapped it out for like 60 bucks. And, uh, he, he, and then I'm like, Get Game Pass. He's like, "What's Game Pass?" (laughs) Got Game Pass, and like, (laughs) I like this so much. I'm going to buy the Series X and give you back your Xbox One X. Wow! And and, uh, he bought his own Series X. That's how like addictive the concept of Game Pass is. And uh, oh, I forget. And because he hasn't he hasn't been in the Xbox environment since the 360, he's like, I think I'm going to play through all these Halo games co op. And I was like. I would definitely do that with you. That seems like a great idea. My my actual best memories of Halo are co-op, period, which I didn't really get to do with Infinite because we didn't do it either. We Occasionally, Matt, Michael, and I will go get in on you know, some co-op shenanigans, but we should have done it there, man. That would have been real fun.
0: Always I a- down. <laughs> An Xbox One X that I use as a Blu-ray player mostly for... Uh- the projector mm-hmm. that we've got in our living room, and I I loaded it up with High on Life because there is an unlockable thing in High on Life where you can unlock an alien movie theater, and it's like the guys from Red Letter Media doing an MST3K thing over the 1990 film Demon Wind, and uh, <laughs> so I decided like I want to sit down and watch this with Diana because this is dumb as hell, and just trying to on the Xbox One X. Just get from place to place in that game. Like the load times oh. were killing me. It's like no, no, two minutes to go from area to area. Yeah, like you can never go you're back going through the warp gate, and it's just like yeah. No, I'm I'm just looking at this thing loading, 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 loading. Looking at my phone,
1: still loading. Okay, great. If you can believe it, he got Game Pass. He's a Rick and Morty fan and starts playing High on Life, mm-hmm. and he's like. Weirdly, this is the only barometer I can see what's difference between the Xbox One X and the Series X. And he came over to my house, and he's just like, "That's it. I'm going to go get the Series X." Like, I just gave you a free One X. You don't have to spend the five hundred bucks. <laughs> but it, it was it was high on life. He's like, by the way, it performed on the the Series X. He thought it was worth the upgrade. He was got a Christmas yeah. gift card, and we uh, three video game nerds had a, had to have a very serious discussion. It's like I kind of want to get a new video card, but like. Enough with this shit. Enough with this. This, You don't make enough money to keep up with your video cards. The Xbox is the cheapest mid- to high-end PC you can buy. Just do that. Like, Microsoft's kind of making them interchangeable. Unless you want to, like, edit video, this is your new PC now. You will do most of your tech stuff on... Your enjoyable tech stuff on this Xbox. Fuck your video card. We just... A bunch of PC gamers got together in a backyard and said, fuck PC gaming, <laughs> in just such a weird way. Don't do that. Get the Xbox. It's just a better buy right now. Someone- and then they all danced awkwardly
2: on stage at CES for the world to enjoy yes, for years yes. to come.
1: Developers, out. developers, developers. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, that yeah. dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where they're just clapping. <laughs> it's so yes. bad.
0: All right. Well, we're, we're spending too much time in the new releases. I'm I don't want to waste time on a four-hour podcast. We don't know. Well, let's we, it could be a 3 hour podcast, Chris. Come on, think. Uh, let's move along to News.
2: New year, new material, <laughs> new segment of oh. <laughs> B.J.A.
4: Hollywood Segment!
2: Lots like that, you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> and other Hollywood things.
1: Uh,
2: I'm ready for my close-up. Uh, the Borderlands movie. Uh, Shocker is getting reshoots. I know, I know. Uh, actually, this one is a little shocking, though. So, Eli Roth is the original director of that movie, and he's apparently not available. He's off shooting a new horror movie or whatever it mm-hmm. is Eli Roth wants to do. Yeah. Uh so the guy they got to come in and 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 do the reshoots is Deadpool's Tim Man, Miller he's is busy. gonna come in and do those reshoots yeah it's two two pretty good directors on that movie like i I really do not know what to think about this movie like when they announced Kevin Hart as the main soldier guy I kind
1: of just checked out I'm like no no this is dumb this is, no, this I'm, is. I'm not anti- kevin Hart by any means but He's not exactly a mark of quality. Mm. I, I cannot believe how many things that dude is in. If I was a fan of his, I would – it's like more content than Marvel at this point. He's got Apple t- Plus talk shows, peacock, exclusive Peacock shows, exclusive Pluto TV shows, movies. Kevin, take a break. Rest a
5: but,
2: little but bit. But it's – it, I think it's just the fact that he's playing Roland. I'm like, dude, you're like four foot eight. You can't play Roland. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I guess you know, that movie will be all CG or most. It, it'll everyone will be enhanced in that movie.
0: You know, right? How is not so. just animated? Like, yeah, I, I don't. That series you know, lives and dies by its art style. <laughs> you yeah.
1: know where I stand, and and I think Borderlands falls into that. I'm not the biggest Borderlands fans in the world, and in, in, in that I haven't finished any of them, but I've played through multiple hours of multiple of the games. What is a movie going to do that's more entertaining than what Borderlands already does? It's not old enough to be adapted. That much better into a Hollywood film.
2: I think it'll certainly be funnier than the games try to be. Like, the games always try to be really funny. And sure. They quickly kind of gotten more. But it'd be, it,
1: it, at best, it's going to be like one of those YouTube best tubs that cuts between, like, you know, long moments of silence. And it'll just be a best of Borderlands. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the Borderlands is so big, it's more deserving. I'd rather see a Halo movie and a Borderlands series. Instead, mm. we got the opposite.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I'd be shocked if at the end of this year, if the best adaptation was the Borderlands movie instead of the Last of Us show, which is apparently getting like really good reviews. reviews. Yeah, yeah. So
1: and and yeah, like uh, I was shocked how many of the youngs are excited. I'm being forced to watch it by kids. That's that's always exciting. Something I was going to watch anyway.
2: I saw kind of a ringing endorsement. I think it was either he did it himself or he saw someone he did not he was tweeting about it. So Patrick Klepek, big horror fan, games journalist, wrote for Kotaku, etc. I think it was either him or he said – someone he follows said they got the early screener copies and they said like, mm-hmm. hey, these are incomplete. There's unfinished stuff in these. And they loved the first episode so much that like they turned it off and they want to wait for the final show with final special effects and stuff like that like and not – Watch just the early access version. Yeah. They want to see it as intended, which is that yeah. that's kind of a good sign.
1: One of the cool things I, I thought I may have read because HBO Max hasn't broken that as much as, say, Netflix, but uh, you know, the uh, 50 minute runtime is kind of obsolete. You can make this shit as long as you want. And the last couple Stranger Things were like, these are pretty, it is, you can enjoy these episodes as movies. Neat. And it would be really cool to have a Last of Us. First episode that it might be feature length. My re- did anybody else see that? I could be wrong about that. That it
5: might it's, be. A yeah, 90 I it was like episode. ninety
2: minutes or something. Which yeah. which sort of begs the question, especially with Stranger Things. It's like, wait, if you're literally just twice as long as a regular episode, why didn't you just split this into two episodes? Yeah.
1: Like yes. Yeah. Well, I think that the biggest problem. This is not the podcast to bring it up on, but why not? I think the biggest problem with binge culture in general is. The experience and vibe I get from a lot of Netflix shows, I can't recreate unless I invest ten hours. But if there's a really great episode of Stranger Things that's ninety minutes, that's something that's a good adult bedtime story. And a cup one or two of those episodes like, yeah, this is this is dope. I would totally watch this on it by itself, not in a binge. That could be neat. all I'm saying it it felt a little bit like, so what if this most
2: recent Halloween trilogy or however mm-hmm. many it was, was just a series where you didn't have to wait like two to three years yeah. between entries and it was just like mm-hmm. yeah you, you see it all at once i like, do that's... wonder if
1: halloween ends would have been better received because right. maybe that's you could saying. have forecasted that shit a little better than than you did than making people wait two years right. uh, for yeah. what happened exactly
2: Exactly, so uh, so yeah. Looking, I I mean, if nothing else, I am curious about the Borderlands movie and curious enough to go see it. And especially with those two directors attached, it's like okay. And if we they they got Kate Blanchett for Christ, if we didn't say it,
1: Tim Miller is the former head of Blur Studios, and Blur used to make the cinematic trailers for almost every video game trailer in the universe. Yeah, Yeah. Greg, I think he did. I mean, they're still big in the industry. They still make uh, trailers. What was it, Lost Planet Two? Um.
3: Lost Planet Two. Oh no, Lost Planet Three. Was it three? Had a blur trailer. The yeah, three had a blur. Uh, yeah, with, I think with, that's uh, a, with that's Jim a King. Tim
1: Miller directed thing. It, like Deadpool was his wow. break, how he broke out into wow. movies, and uh, but but before that he made the best video game trailers you'd ever seen. This was like right before Greg and I got there. <laughs>
3: Well, no, I was there for the LP three blur oh, right. trailer, but yeah, it's uh, it, blur was a name that we like. I quickly learned as like they're, they're, these are the guys for a cinematic yeah. game. If trailer. you have an extra million
1: dollars and want to make a two minute trailer,
3: right, right. <laughs> that doesn't have any <laughs>
2: gameplay
1: footage in it, go for it, blur.
2: There you go. Um, let's see, Xbox has announced a, uh, a showcase. They're calling it the Developers Showcase. It's coming later this month, so. I don't have any details of of what the announcements will be, but it is interesting to note what they've already gone out and said will not be part of this. So they already said, like, Starfield will not be part of this January 25th thing, which is interesting, but they're kind of taking the Nintendo Direct strategy. Like, they have announced that Starfield's going to get its own thing Mm, in the future. It'll get its own showcase. So this is for everything else, which... You might wonder, well, what is everything else this year for Xbox? Because it, it, it is, uh, it like is a fascinating Starfield. thing
1: that we're seeing now that game companies let people down ahead of time because they know this will sour the discourse and, and the mood if people are expecting something that doesn't happen.
2: I know what you're saying. You know, yeah, like, it's safer just to let them down ahead of time than build up yeah, anticipation. Yeah, Nintendo for the last and,
1: couple of years yeah. are like, there's not going to be any Zelda shit in this, <laughs> like they'll just... yeah. so relax. And so when people, you could see people in the live YouTube comments that go by hysterically fast. Like, where's Zelda? They said there wouldn't be Zelda. I'm still mad about it, but I guess I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
2: I mean, what they, they have said is going to be there. It, it's a little bit of a mishmash. Um, so Redfall, that's that vampire oh. shooter by Bethesda. I'm looking forward to that. I, I don't know what to think yet, but it, I always like a good vampire shooting game. Why yeah. not? Um, it's Arcane. Arcane Studios does great stuff. Dishonored Studio. So there you go. Uh,
1: Elder Scrolls Online going to hey! be there because the, the one of the few video games, of course, video is. games yes. still sending me consistent emails. Why don't you just stop? Why <laughs> like Elder Scrolls Online?
2: <laughs> uh, Forza Motorsport. I am anxious to see this one. Like, in a world where Horizon, Forza Horizon now is as big mm-hmm. as it is, how do you go back to the motorsport formula? Yeah. I'm really curious about Because I tried. Last year, I was like, hey, I think, or it might have been two years ago, they were delisting that one Forza game. And I'm like, I, I should probably go play that before it's delisted. And um, it's just not the same. Like, the feel yeah. of the cars and everything, it's so different than Horizon. Yeah,
1: too. yeah. And um, to spoil something we talked about in our bonus Game of the Year episode, Need for Speed Unbound took so many of the cool things. That I liked about Horizon, that I hope to see incorporate. Like, if your game was so good, one of the biggest racing franchises is stealing it. Why are you going back to this well? Yeah, to not be Horizon. I but. think Motorsport is more meant to compete with Gran Turismo
2: fans. You know, it's that's meant to be the they're serious racer versus Horizon's meant to be there. It's more arcadey. Like, yes, I these suppose. are real cars, but you're doing stuff you would never do in real. It's cars, a so. checkbox that I
1: don't totally get anymore, and I used to be that audience.
2: Uh, it's it's very similar it's an audience i like to say they're on their way to being flight simulator fans one day
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like the stop right before that (laughs) Hmm. yeah yeah what what you what you want is so painstaking and boring we cannot make this for a mass audience (laughs) i've been on some flights lately where i had that itch i'm like oh god
2: i am getting old i'm like when i get home I'm gonna re-download the Flight Simulator and do that flight I just did. And I'm like, why? Why would I do that? What the fuck's I, wrong with I me? I hope like... the
1: pilot knows about the drag coefficient.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> do it in real time too.
2: Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is Flight Simulator sounds great until you get up there and go. All right, so now I will put it on autopilot for 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> all right, I did that one thing, and now there's 65 minutes until I yep. refuel
0: it. Now I'm going to leave the cockpit and find the same seat I yes. occupied.
1: I'm going <laughs> to go in the back and watch Disney's Strange World. A <laughs> glorious full screen.
2: <laughs> Everyone knows when I play those games, all I really do is go into that drone mode and fly around to find Disneyland.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah. that's or the, much the warped post-apocalyptic version yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. it shows yeah. up. That my house the haunted mansion is nine thousand feet tall
2: for some reason mm-hmm. whoops final game in the show minecraft legends uh, we'll be getting an inside look at the pvp portion of that game i know next to nothing about minecraft legends i think they lost me with dungeons mm-hmm. mm. minecraft's great i was telling these guys recently i've been playing minecraft with yeah. my kids i'm like I, fucking oh, minecraft
1: yeah. is still rules dude uh, i i set maddie as one of my best xbox friends and what i didn't Ooh. know is when i'm watching a movie on xbox it'll be like Matt's playing Minecraft, like... I don't need a <laughs> notification for what Matt's doing. Your I Xbox
2: do a- is telling on Matt. <laughs> what you what you actually don't know, that's not Matt. That's one of Matt's kids playing on Matt's <laughs> account. <laughs> and every time they get me an achievement, because, like, I have it... So my phone will pop achievements for me. I'm like, yeah, thank you, kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I keep I keep doing the Iron Man Avengers line. That man is playing Galaga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's playing Minecraft. <laughs> so, so, yeah, um... If
2: you're waiting to hear more about Starfield, you got a little longer to wait, but look forward to that at the end of January. And of course, they're, they're gonna, there's going to be more stuff they show yeah, off. Like we show we a know ton very little more about Starfield Xboxes
1: things like before the next inevitable
2: delay. <laughs> well, I think I think the speculation for this thing was like, you know, we haven't heard a lot about Fable lately. Mm. Certainly, haven't heard a lot about that Perfect Dark game they announced. So mm. may, maybe during this showcase, who knows? Mm. Anything's
0: possible. Who knows?
2: I don't know. Um, this this is a stat that blows my mind so uh digital sales accounted for an estimated 90 percent of games sold in the uk last wow. year like that wow. is i mean industry-wide we know digital has been increasing but it's it's nowhere it's not 90 percent by any means yeah, oddly so. I,
1: I looked up for 30 2010 because 20 years ago dvd sales are nearing its peak so i'm like what are dvd sales today as far as the movie market goes and it I thought it was bizarre that it is ten percent, and then thinking of it as a gamer, like why would I think it's bizarre that DVDs, digital purchase are, purchases are way more than ninety percent of my video game purchases. Yeah, they are. Like I, I only, I very rarely do it, uh, but right. I still do for some, some sale based street date breaking instances but uh yeah like i pref- everybody prefers digital all the way and in a covid world why wouldn't
2: they be so so there's something that might be going on with the stats so this was reported by the bbc uh through the digital entertainment and retail association um and i think it might be including mobile revenues which if that's the case like that would explain the 90 10 skew i buy like, all every- my mobile
1: games physical
2: well, it's, it's just mobile. Mobile is is only digital. And, yeah. of course, it's like this huge market. It's all free. Um,
0: <laughs> it's going, going out and buying like an engage SIM card yes. or whatever. <laughs> yes.
2: Doing some,
1: some Christian nuts side talking.
2: <laughs> so I was in the UK recently and I was kind of, you know, trying to – I was talking to my team members there, trying to understand the market better. And I realized uh, and they explained to me they don't have big box stores. There's not like a yeah. Best Buy. In the UK, like it's either toy stores. Yes, or, they
0: have high street shops, don't you know?
2: Well, they they have they. A lot of video games are sold in grocery stores, like a, really? certain chains of grocery store there. Yeah, right next yeah. to the
1: spotted dick. <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> the extent of what I know about England.
2: Apologies. <laughs> it's all day,
1: all day long, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Mouthfuls of dick with spots on them
2: uh, <laughs> Why do you think Harry, Prince Harry wanted to leave? He's like, yeah. I'm out of here
0: just, yeah, I'm going to look at the, the listener map next week And like the UK is just going to be completely dark And <laughs> we've lost all of our listeners As if we still have
1: any listeners yeah, Sorry, great. it's so expensive to visit London Come to Tampa, I'll show you a great time Hell yeah <laughs> uh, Let's see um, Sony
2: has sort of quasi announced the PlayStation Five shortage officially
1: over? Yeah, that's an Woo-hoo. odd. It's an odd claim to make, <laughs> given I still haven't seen one in the wild. I
0: mean, yeah, I'll, I'll consider it's over when I go into Target and see it yeah. sitting in that case. I
1: look every time, and I've never seen a. I think I saw
2: new. it once at the holidays, hmm. but uh, they. I mean, they're claiming they've sold thirty million units, um, and, and they they coupled that what? with the announcement saying
1: that the, no, the Greg, shortage if, was if you, essentially the, over. the news report they released is that they've sold. It's why I think they're not fighting scalpers that hard. They've sold as many PS5s as they've sold PS4s during the same time period. Technically, PS5 has sold more successfully, even though many people still can't get one.
2: Yeah. Well, I think what we don't
1: see is they're selling a lot of those through
2: that PlayStation Direct service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I now
1: have like, like at least five friends who got it that way. I I, wished, yeah. I just assumed that wouldn't work at all and they were targeting influencers, but no, it's, it's going out to everybody.
2: So, yeah, Jim Ryan, uh, the chairman, said you know December was like their biggest month ever for PlayStation console sales, um, and he, wow. he went on record. He's saying uh, wow. everyone who wants a PS5 should have a much easier time finding one at retailers globally,
1: starting from this point forward. Right. I, di- I did see one only at GameStop. If you bought into the GameStop Pro 15 bucks a year membership, you could experience the luxury of buying a retail PS5. <clears throat> Let's be honest. If you're in a GameStop, are you experiencing any luxury? And and I didn't see them, Sorry. but but Costco had plenty of those ridiculous eight hundred dollar bundles. It yes. comes with an extra yes. controller, some gift cards, and headphones you might never use. It, those have gotten better though, because it used to be third True. party
2: controllers, yeah. third party mm-hmm. headphones. At least now they'll put in the first party stuff.
1: It, so. I just remember that the Sam's Club Genesis, like you can, for like fifty dollars more, you get a Genesis with six games. Ooh. Like all the good ones Like most of the good ones it was like Moonwalker And Altered Beast And Sonic And Columns And I can't remember the other ones I'm pretty sure one of them was a Man I can't say it Joe Montana That's the guy
5: hmm. I Mar-her. can't believe it
1: I can't believe it.
2: Joe Mantegna football got Joe Mantegna football
1: <laughs> yeah, Maybe
2: there never was a football <laughs> So yeah If you've been wanting a PS5 Your odds of getting one Apparently have gone up yes. got, We'll see We'll see yeah. Thirty million units. That's that's not nothing to sneeze at. Thirty million PlayStation. No, I, there,
1: I couldn't believe so. it. They were saying it outsold the PS4, which shortage felt considerably less long. So that's the only thing that infuriates me because I think scalpers have taken advantage of this, and and Sony can't be happy because they lost a lot. Of, they lose a lot of money and faith with scalpers.
2: Well, and apparently, so I think the last time they reported big unit sales, it was like June of Low. 2021. They were at 20 million mm-hmm. consoles sold. So 10 million since then. So about that's a year great. and a half. 10 yeah. Million. Yeah, can't, nothing to sneeze at. But, uh, I mean, when are we in the second... Is it two and a half years? When did these things launch? Is it two and a half years ago? I'm one confused.
0: and a half years
1: ago? November 2020. Is oh, it really? It, this generation yeah. will last forever. <laughs> 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 this generation ain't going nowhere. Well,
0: we're, we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of PS4 and Xbox One.
1: Yeah. That, That's kind of crazy. That feels nuts, man. That, that, uh, was that a... I'd say it feels like it's the longest generation ever, but that can PS2 like hmm. that was insane. How many games were being released on PS2 and for how PS2
2: long? PS2 was only like really what ninety nine two thousand until two thousand and five. Yeah, but it was still that
1: era as long as the Wii was cranking shit out. Like the PS2 yes. was getting. Yeah, they, games. they
2: they kept yeah they kept selling yeah. those consoles. Even yeah. very
1: few people bought a PS3
2: at first, and plenty of people you, you were get a still new
5: because
1: someone was. Were we talking about like we hate the Xbox naming conventions? But to Microsoft's credit, you can't buy a Xbox One S anymore. You can only buy XS and Series X and Series S. You don't have to be confused Mm -hmm. because you can't buy those consoles uh, new. They're they're gone.
2: They don't make them unless you try to buy them from your Siri, which then it's super confusing. (laughs) Siri, buy my Series
1: X. (laughs) (laughs) Siri. X out the series. I uh, never mind. I can't even improv with this anymore. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh. Even weirder if you're ordering from Tom Cruise's daughter named Siri. This is true. At a good mm. time to be alive. And again, like as Matt's talking about all this stuff that's going to be at the Xbox Developer Showcase and even E3. I know I've said this on the podcast before. When I watch these things, it's like, oh, here's this is going to reward my investment in buying all these consoles. I can't wait to see what battles for my dollar. The Xbox Series, the Xbox showcases have only gotten more boring because it's just like, yeah, you get this with your Game Pass, and like, well, then I'll look at it. Then I'll I'll care about Redfall when it comes out. Like, I don't have to care because I don't have to invest anything. So I don't, therefore, I don't invest my time in fandom until
0: just just show me the game and tell me when it's
1: arriving in my pocket. Yes, like I wait. (laughs) That's what's different about this era. It's important to remember we wait until we play the game before we like. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Redfall? No idea, but I'll tell you about it the week it comes out, because I'll (laughs) play it for nothing.
2: And this is how I know that kind of the Subscription thing is here to stay is I Do now with Game Pass what I do with my video streaming subscriptions Where I will wait So long to play a thing that I've been Wanting to play that it will be gone from the service By the time I go back around to it like (laughs) Always happens man like Netflix is like hey does Netflix have that movie No they did last month but you (laughs) And it's always you missed it by one month Why is that that it's never like oh they removed it Six months ago
0: or like oh this game I Kind of wanted to play a year ago is leaving game pass in a month yeah should i force it (laughs) it's so
1: we we are so royally spoiled i feel oh i know that's me with
0: the imminent shutdown of stadia i'm losing access to all these games but
5: Eh,
2: (sighs) yeah like i (laughs) I didn't have much
1: time for this platform in the first place you know
2: like they wasn't a good deal It, it really does make you question like if i didn't play it before do I really want to yeah. play you know it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah anyway uh, all right last bit of news this one I think is mostly gonna apply to Chris and I um, the Forza Horizon developer playground games had a, a couple or a few very key departures oh. um, and I I don't know that studio feels like they're kind of in a in a weird spot so as reported by Eurogamer um, their former creative director on Forza Horizon 5 Mike Brown left to form a new studio called Maverick games. And he's joined by five other kind of very key Playground employees. Um, so one of them is the uh, lead producer, Tom Butcher. One's a tech director, Matt Craven. Tech art director, Gareth Harwood. And then audio director, Frasian uh, Stocken, Staken. And then art director, Penrose. So like these are all director level. Like these are the yep. leads from, from the Horizon team. And I just kind of, I don't know. I'm not worried per se, mm. but I kind of am because they didn't, didn't they announce that, like, Playground's going to be working on a Fable title? Shit, I don't and know. And so it's like, is that was that studio at that point where they're, like, getting bored of Forza Horizon and wanting to do new things, but then the people who don't want to do new things, do they just jump and form their own studio? Is that I mean, where that they're that at now? that kind of fascinates
1: like... me because, like, you know, I am happy with my job. Thank you to all our patrons. But it's, like, it's not stable. So I tend to, like... You know, look at stable jobs. Like, if you work on Forza, a semi-annual release, like, you have a stable job. But if you're a creative person... I make jokes about Rankin-Bass, how, like, they were an animation company who eventually got pigeonholed into making Christmas content. But for them, that meant you write and make Christmas content all year for the culmination of 40 minutes that people may or may not like for 20 years that's these guys lived christmas that has to be annoying especially if you're a creative person and maybe you want to work on something else bungie wanted to work desperately on something else other than halo they didn't want to be a halo factory and it's fascinating to me that like yeah. there's no more stable job in the universe at this point than working on forza but it wasn't enough for these people they, they probably wanted to stretch their legs a little bit tr- uh, challenge themselves bungie's weird because i feel like i feel like in many ways destiny just feels like this
5: yeah, evolution yes. Halo.
2: They kind but of I, i'd the say same thing. the example i would pull out is like Vince pella right like he he didn't want to just make call of duty games forever at infinity ward and he went off and like the first thing he did was titanfall and i'm like okay that's that's a shooter still but very different than call of duty and since has gone on now he heads like most ea studios yeah. did his fucking star wars game uh, i just did re-downloaded,
1: because I couldn't, again, it was kind of hard to figure out what is the next-gen version of Jedi Fallen Order? Because it just hit PS Plus. Uh, it hit PS Plus, but it's also on Game Pass, so I had to like try and figure out which one do I play. I, I, I think they were both, in, I found out they were both, I had to Google a lot, but they were both enhanced. But the PS5 would have maintained my save from the previous PS4 game. It, knew, right. it automatically knew I had a save on the PlayStation platform, which is not something I've encountered before. Just wanted to shout it out for doing that. It just, it knew on the cloud that I had a PS5 save or PS4 save. Right. Ne- I see mine, it didn't
2: for me, which is why it, I am, I, I played most of that game on 4, never finished it, and now I'm going back. I'm going to play it on Xbox, and here's why: it is on Game Pass, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. If you're a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, they gave me the deluxe edition content for free as one of the perks. Shit. You, you got to check that Game Pass perks tab; they don't tell you Fuck. about those.
1: There's a, a lot, lot of good of, stuff mm. over there. All right, I might have to go do that, uh. dude. You got to get those extra ponchos. It's well, all the look- poncho. <laughs> <laughs> look, but again, look how fucking spoiled we are. The best Star <laughs> Wars game from Infinity Ward, the Call of Duty developers, is free on every platform. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm like
0: oh, I need some more ponchos.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know I really like the Georgia Bulldogs, and I would have preferred yeah, a red yeah. and white one. So yeah. you know, yeah. eight out of 10. 8 out of ten. That game, man, that game.
2: I know you guys don't care, but boy, that was a uh, some national championship game. I'll tell you You're right, we it. don't. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sorry,
2: it was not a good game, Michael. I was being sarcastic. But anyway, that is all the news that's fit to play. All right. Well,
0: uh let's move on to the community segment, which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was what 2023 game are you most looking forward to? Um is it Vengeful Guardian Moonrider for you, Greg? What what is it?
3: It's yeah, that I mean that was among my most anticipated games of last year when the announced when the launch window was last mm-hmm. year. So, yeah. Um other one that comes to mind, uh we've got uh, Dude, what is it wo long oh yeah the, it, is that oh, what it's called the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's the, the um, he, he the just won the golden game. globe right it's uh... a star right oh, sorry it's...
1: everybody just fucking <laughs> gave me a huge <laughs> sigh on mike
5: <laughs> 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 that's not <laughs> yes
1: love that guy
0: hmm.
1: uh, great greg you're are you working on anything that is coming out soon
3: uh, uh not not though. as an official. Pr- no, I, I I'm doing a fan translation of a Saturn game that will come out this year. Yes, but that's not. I yeah. I, I like I, the I hearing mean, about it. Oh, sh- should I do that now? Yeah, I, did, I thought I, so. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. I okay. I'm, uh so, I translate Sega Saturn games for fun with a team of dedicated folks, and um where we've been working on Stellar Assault. Double S, which is uh, actually, if you're a Wing Commander fan, it's right up your alley. Ooh, you know it's I a, am, mate. It's uh, a <laughs> there was a there was a 32x game that came out wow. in America called Shadow Squadron. Uh, that was actually Stellar Assault, and it's in its original uh, iteration. But it, it didn't get that and Japanese that report card. Double S. It didn't. No, that's <laughs> uh, that's just st- <laughs> that just stands for Sega Saturn. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh but uh we've we've been diligently working on that for the last year plus change. Um we're doing another complete dub like we do for bulk slash. Uh that's coming out probably this spring. now,
1: now Grig, uh, if you need an Australian narrator, there's only one mean to turn to. You know we what I'm saying? Grig? Greg. Greg <laughs> listen to me. Yes, <laughs> this is my me audition right happening right here. Um <laughs>
3: They don't say me. They don't yeah. say
5: me on no, Instagram. That was
1: also more New Zealand.
3: I they were, pirates. Yeah, you were You were, um, you were doing yeah. Murray. Yeah, well, that, that was straight out of Flat yeah. of the <laughs> Conference. <laughs> they doing like,
0: yeah, Greg. He on me dick. <laughs> yeah, sadly. That's yeah.
3: how you learn how to say Greg that so way. The Greek? most New Zealand uh, entertainment
1: I've seen is the bonus features in the Lord of the Rings special editions. So I've, I've seen way more Australian content that way. Uh, New Zealand content that way. I don't I was know. It's
2: still Kiwi content, man. That's, yeah. By the way, that's a that's free. If anyone wants to start a YouTube channel called Kiwi Content, that's yours. I'll give that to that's you. It's
0: probably okay. already taken. Uh on dot com, one of the first responders was giant short who says, You guys already mentioned a bunch of my most anticipated games of twenty twenty three. Sorry. But I've got to champion Oxenfree 2. Going from night school studio-style dialogue system to any other game feels like going from Quake back to a game that asks you to aim with page up and page down. Oh, Oxenfree
1: 2 looks amazing.
0: Normally, games have dialogue that's stilted, pausing between a la carte menu choices... (laughs) with shot-counter-shot cinematography that locks you in place until the game's done with exposition. I wish every game would allow me to poke around an environment, crack a beer, or just pace back and forth when my character's supposed to be exasperated with their comrades infighting. The first game also had story hooks I won't spoil that can't be replicated in any medium that doesn't have a nonlinear narrative, a friends list and new game plus modes. So I'm interested to see what night school has in store for this second trip to Edwards Island, mm. both in terms of mechanics and storytelling.
3: Why is this so beautifully written? Hmm. This comment? Yeah. Well,
0: no, he's just, an Oxenpre- really He's is. an Oxenfree
1: fan. Have you played it? Yeah. He's been learning <laughs> from say. it.
3: You know, I fired it up, uh, when, when I was hanging out with my wife one night and, uh, she was so annoyed by the VO <laughs> within like 15 right. minutes All that right. we had to shut All it right. off, and I wow. and I kind of agreed with her.
2: Then she might enjoy the uh, collaboration. I'm looking forward to when Night School works with my favorite skateboarding game developer to create the game Ollie Ollie. Oh, come on, I was, I was waiting <laughs> to do that in Australia. <laughs> this has come up before. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie Fuck you, <laughs> listeners. Weird. That was funny. <laughs> Why are you saying fuck you to the listeners? Because they yeah, were the groaning I can At tell you. they were
1: groaning. I know yeah, they were
0: groaning. All right.
1: Vocalics, uh, as I... Sorry, I was in the middle of a Rick Sanchez verb. <laughs> I was going to say. A Rick moment. Um, question of the week. I'm out of my mind... God, excited for you know for You're doing the your Rick
0: Sanchez. You don't pause.
1: You keep talking I, through no, the It burp. just hurts. I, I would normally do this off mic. Uh, mm. I've never been able to get into the Elder Scrolls games because I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm, I hear you, call it. So Bethesda's says, The first original IP in a long time uh, being a sci-fi space RPG is right up my alley. I'm also excited for it to be the next big game to support modding on consoles because Fallout 4 modding on Xbox has given me endless entertainment for the last seven years. Uh man, it's been seven years. Um, I just hope they're not. I'm not jinxing the game into another delay by mentioning it. <laughs> the official support page from the for the game is up, and there's a rumored Microsoft Game Showcase this month. And Matt mentioned blah. blah, blah. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, there is a support. Uh, yeah. So here's hoping we'll be playing it soon.
5: Yeah,
2: here's hoping we get a Randy Macho Man Savage version of the Deathclaw Ooh, for Starfield. Ooh yeah. Yeah, I took an arrow in the spine, man. <laughs> <laughs> took an arrow in my elbow head to retire. Yeah. There, that would have been more appropriate. <laughs> uh, Wario Drome says For me, it's got to be Pikmin 4. There's really no game that has ever replicated the Pikmin experience for me. Yeah. Uh, That sensation of being one inch from the natural world in all its splendor, Uh, seeing the distant sun cast diamonds over the surface of a puddle full of scattering tadpoles, then squashing bugs and stealing the treasure. Not sure what the hook is going to be, but it's been in development for like a decade, and that's always (laughs) a good sign. Right? I I I love this. Right? (laughs)
1: This, This guy, Wario Jerome, just described the perfect environment where you can't play video games, but you can see for free all the time.
2: Uh, he also, by the way, another beautifully written comment. I don't know if, if it's just, like, a trend, Greg. i just picking out the beautifully written comments. He's talking about, like, cascading diamond light shining, shimmering off things. But, sir, if you want to play Pikmin, like, just play Tinykin from last year. That game fucking rules. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's true. I'm very impressed with the caliber of writing on these comments. Yeah,
0: we have good fans. Uh, do you want to read uh, Jack Rodriguez Doherty, Greg?
5: Yeah,
3: okay. So we got Mina the Hollower. I loved Shovel Knight like everyone else, and I can't wait to see that developers their take on a different ki- kind of game. All the things they've been sharing via Kickstarter update makes it look incredible. They're aiming for a December 2023 release, so we'll see if it does come out this year. But I'm all but certain it'll be worth the wait. Yeah, isn't, isn't I, ch- I haven't heard anything about hmm. this. I, uh, I kickstarted Club? it. I'm the
2: worst kind of Kickstarter backer because like, I kickstarted it and... I think I unsubscribed from the email updates or blocked it because I'm like I don't. It's like it's like when I look forward to games like I don't need to know that much about it. I just want to play it when it's out. Like yes, I know you do good yeah, shit, but
0: then the emails are how you get like you know they contact you and say hey which edition
2: do you want? Yeah, why well, didn't it's unsubscribe ready. from that one? It's oh, okay. it's just the the regular project updates. I don't I don't need yeah, to know yeah, yeah, yeah. the concept art behind this character. Or whatever. It, I, is, I, is it yeah.
3: naive? Is it naive of me to be shocked that Yacht Club would still have to kickstart something? I like. I feel like they've made their. Like they've.
2: I think it's. I think it's
3: more that they had success
2: th- with that model previously, yeah. and so it's like. If I imagine the don't ownership
1: over it. Shovel Knight because I think we discussed in another VGA Top Five Shovel Knight is, for lack of a better word, the whoriest character that's ever hoard. Uh, hmm. That slut will be in your game for, for nothing, and it has. It, ah. and, and 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 I think if I'm not mistaken. That game's about to turn 10 and and I would have called called Yacht Club games like this Yacht Club is a mark of quality. I'll play anything they make and they've only made Shovel Knight stuff for almost a decade. Yeah. If you if you, did you
2: read Blood Sweat and Pixels, Jason Trier's book and, and the chapter specifically about is it a book? the story of, of of this game, it's very fascinating. I think I may get the name wrong. I thought they were all X Digital Extremes. devs. No, they're way way forward. A lot of way forward. Way, for, people. way way forward. That's what it is. It's way forward. So yeah, they kind of had specialized in these classic style games for years. Yeah. Whereas where's Way Forward kind it. of
1: peddles their wares to a bunch of licensees. Yacht Club took a chance on original IP, and yep. now, look, I'm not looking for Amiibos. I need twelve. To fill a wall space. And I don't think they're coming out that often anymore. But that Shovel Knight Amiibo is like one of the only third party Amiibos. Because Nintendo sucks. As we may have talked about last episode. <laughs> um, and I want it so bad. But they, they were adamant like we really want an Amiibo for this. Please, please, please Nintendo. We'll pay extra. We'll lose money on this. Just give us an Amiibo. <laughs> There's two Shovel knights Amiibos. Uh.
0: So uh, Jordan Kelly, and these are coming from the official Laser Time community on Facebook right now. Mm-hmm. Jordan Kelly says, Aiden Chronicles: Hundred Heroes." It's been almost seventeen years wow. since the release of Sui Coden Five, and twenty-seven years since the release of the original game, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> which I, I think is coming. It's getting an enhanced remake. I think mm. sometime soon they did announce that, so that's something to look forward to as well. Uh, and while it's not Sui Coden Six. The fact that I'm getting a spiritual successor to the series by the creator has me mm. so excited that I backed a Kickstarter for the first time in my life. Boy, Jordan,
1: support what you mm-hmm. like. I, I don't. I'm hearing about this for the first time. Suckiden, as it's pronounced in America. Uh, oh. No, no. <laughs> S- Psychomantis said it. you like Suey Coden? You like Suckiden. Love hotels. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. There was that
2: one game that came out last year that we played briefly. That was like meant to be tie into this game. There was the Aiden Chronicle Rising yeah, game, the game. the sort of prologue. So yet another out. Konami
1: yeah, game yeah. occurring outside of Konami. And hopefully, gotta do what you gotta do,
2: man. It's, it's
3: phenomenal to me that these creators from thirty years back are still even bothering to make a video game. You know, hmm. it's like <laughs> it's
1: almost like they don't Sorry get residuals. About-
3: <laughs> I mean, they must be close to retirement age, right?
1: Yeah. In Japan, that means something. Free healthcare, <laughs> god damn. Yeah. Matt Hansel, he says, I am an SRPG fan, so my body is ready for the celebration of Fire Emblem Engage looks to be. So I get my anticipated game in less than 20 days? Very soon, yes. Hmm. The There's previews a new Fire warning, this punishing month. Punishing difficulty is back, and social sim aspects are reduced for maximum pain.
2: I'm honestly okay with that. I was, by the end of, of the last game, I was like, I don't care what these school children are doing on the campus. I'd much rather just be fighting on the battlefield. Mm. No, and then okay. the Twitter? Yeah, from the Twitter, uh, I guess it's Mangione or Mangi-1. Uh, Mangione.
0: Mangione. Or
1: Mang-1-1.
2: Yeah, or, yes, yes, or Mang-1-1. It uh, <laughs> says, like a dragon Ishin. Um... Uh, started playing, this might as well have been written by me, by the way, started playing the Yakuza games at the end of 2020, I've played through all of them, both Judgment games and the Fist of the North Star game included, it has become my favorite series over these last few years. So yeah, uh, Mm. kind of in the same boat there, like really looking forward to each and again, I work for Sega, so don't take anything I say. But I'll say it,
3: yeah, because I... I remember in, like, 2014 when the original Isshin came out, my friend, who was, like, a game design nerd, well, he was a game designer who happened to be a nerd, <laughs> he, <laughs> he showed me the game, and I was like, oh, they've, they've turned Yakuza into a Devil May Cry-type game where you have a sword and you have a gun, and you can mix it up, you know? And I was like, this immediately is the best-looking Yakuza game I've ever seen because you have a sword and you have a gun, uh, so it's cool to see this get a second chance. Even though it's very rooted in a specific, it, you know, it's like a history lesson disguised as fun. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it's cool. It, it's cool that the Yakuza series. I, I mean, it's just what a what a snapshot. You know, like look at where the Yakuza series was in 2014 and where it is now. Now we're able to even sell. This sort of esoteric, by American standards, snapshot of Amer- of Japanese history, yeah, mm. to Americans and
1: making it highlights for their subscription. Both subscription services have a shitload of yakuza right. games, wow. yeah. And, and and Greg, just to break before I forget, I, Greg, I don't know how familiar with thirty twenty ten we talk about game Oh yeah, things released thirty well, twenty ten uh, years ago. Every week I watch this ten thing. years ago this week is Devil. is DMC. And oh, man. I don't know if you've heard me, f- I kind of flounder when I get to those segments. Like,
3: I have, um, I could fill a whole podcast with information. Yeah, about- oh my god. I, I just realized, at first, I, I was like tr- doing the math for a second in my head. I was like, wait, Devil May Cry is only 10? Ten- DMC. Wait, oh, you mean the reboot is 10. Oh god. Oh my god.
1: god. Yeah. Which is a wonderful game that led to one of the worst <laughs> some of the worst moments of my professional life.
3: Oh, same. Yeah. And, I'm I'm st- I, I literally spoke to a therapist about that game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and
1: Greg was way more involved with me and like everything I've played of this is amazing. Why are people I even played that clip like it's only game. Why well, you have to be mad. <laughs> like like why like,
5: well, you have to be mad.
1: <laughs> uh DMC was amazing and we were working on it, and it was profoundly, <laughs> profoundly like made me distraught. I I, I love that game so much, but the experience of working on it was so bad, and and not because of, of any of the people I worked with. By the way, I'm talking about fans. <laughs> uh,
0: Greg, do you want to read Young Red ninety three?
1: Young Red, my new favorite rapper.
3: Aside from Tears of the Kingdom, the game I'm most looking forward to is current to currently is the. New Theatrhythm uh, game. <laughs> he pronounced it <laughs> yeah. correctly. I know, I, I, know, I know this name. I just never knew how to say no, it. No, he's the only person to ever pronounce
2: he, that correctly, yeah, actually. You, you guys have been doing it wrong for years. That's how you say that. I can't the even the try
3: trithum. I loved Curtain Calls, and I'm excited to play and listen to almost double the track list on a system that's not 3DS. That Mm. I can sort of vibe with. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. working with Greg 10 years
1: ago, Theater Rhythm was almost my life on the train to work, (laughs) and I loved that game so much. And I'm baffled, what more can you do with this series other than, oh, get it off the
3: 3DS. (laughs) Great. Step one. I'm puzzled by the start of this comment, aside from Tears of the Kingdom. First of all, is that, do you guys know what Tears of the Kingdom yeah, is? Yeah, it's the new, it's Zelda, the new Zelda, Zelda game, dude. Why? Okay. Oh, oh, that's that's the new Breath <laughs> yeah, of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So know we that. know
1: where Greg stands on Breath of the Wild.
3: <laughs> I don't get it. It's too... I don't, yeah, my wife loves it, but I don't think I have the attention span for it. Uh. I'm just wondering why it's dismissed immediately. Because we
1: we talked a lot about it on the show, and they're trying to talk about things that we didn't mention already.
3: Gotcha, 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 Mm -hmm. gotcha. Okay. Uh,
0: Finally, Shy Guy Fieri says, I am so hyped for many of the games coming out this year, but since you already touched on the ones I'm excited for, I will instead focus on a game announcement that we should be getting this year. The next game from NetherRealm Studios. Ed Boon recently confirmed that their next game will most likely be revealed in the next six months. What is their next game? Well, if they stick to the same pattern of the last several years, then it would be (laughs) Injustice 3, which, to be honest, I find the least exciting. Injustice is a well-made series, but the gameplay is a little slow for my taste, and I am really tired of evil Superman stories, <laughs> which only exist th- to supply the Bat fandom with masturbatory <laughs> fantasies of <laughs> Batman beating up <laughs> Superman, tell, oh, wow. tell even though <laughs> Superman could just chuck him into the sun. Another possibility is a Marvel fighting game. As crazy as that sounds, Ed Boone said he has had talks with Marvel. Whether those talks lead to anything is yet to be seen. Most signs, however, point to their next game being Mortal Kombat 12. Ed Boon recently made a number of comments about the future of the series, including bringing back more characters from the 3D era, along with Conquest mode. I'm super excited to see where they go with the next MK, and if it releases this year alongside Street Fighter VI and Tekken 8, then this will be quite the year for fighting games. then maybe the Game Awards won't have to pretend Sifu is a fighting game just to fill out the (laughs) category. Oh, man. Sifu is a fighting game. I mean, it's a fighting game with, like, a Dark Souls single-player aesthetic, but it totally Uh, does the uh, the dial-a-combo stuff. Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: there's plenty of reason to be excited for that, because I I feel like... Doesn't NetherRealm get a lot more... Mileage out of the Mortal Kombat series than they do Injustice. It just seems like a lot of kind of tireless IP work to have to work with DC on something like that. A Marvel game seems insane, but remember, Warner Brothers Interactive, they are the previous publisher of the last Cars game. So hmm. with Disney kind of bowing out of the games industry entirely, yeah, it's not impossible. It's even less impossible to see Marvel characters show up in an injustice game, in my opinion, for real, how cool would that be? Hmm. be, be I mean, it'd be cool, but it'd be a licensing nightmare. It, it, it would, but like, I think Marvel's especially Marvel's okay with that. Like, oh, we don't have to do any work. You just have to get, get like pay us and get yeah the, yeah. Well, Marvel's okay with it, but is Disney okay with it? That would be a weird because he talked recently about like I just read an article like, what's your dream character to get in Mortal Kombat? And he just said Ryu. Period. Like, and it's it it's not impossible. And, and like, he, he was even frank. Like, you know, it's not like Capcom wouldn't is a, against it. It's just that the nature of Mortal Kombat is against the nature of Street Fighter. Like, it it's not that you, we couldn't get Capcom to play along, but no one wants to see Ryu disemboweled. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. He's a cartoon. <laughs> character. Quite He's fit. a cartoon hero. Yeah. I don't want to see that at all. But mm-hmm. injustice makes more sense.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so new question of the week. What game series would you want to see enhanced by FMV or voiceover? Um, I'm going to say Zelda. I want them to bring back FMVs, but I don't want the CDI FMVs. I want live action with uh, Finn Wolfhard (laughs) as Link saying, gee, it sure is boring around here. (laughs) (laughs) And just basically acting out those... Terrible memes that have sprung up around the CD. Why owners.
1: did my weapon break again? No, I don't. I don't have a good <laughs> answer to this because I think I, I, I try not to be uh, like I used to be on the podcast. Like games don't need stories, and like I know that's not true, and I'm that was sort of. Me playing up my own preferences, but they are my preferences. Most games like move forward and kill stuff. I don't need a ton of motivation to do that if you get the mechanics right. And story is good background. Sometimes I care about that, but I have to care about the gameplay first. I don't know, man. I don't. know I, When I think about all the games I have, I loved with no cutscenes. Like, dude, Elden Ring was far and away my game of the year, and I saw two minutes of cutscenes in that fucking game, like in 170 hours. Was my was any of your <laughs> love of the game de-enhanced by the lack of cutscenes and voice acting? I mean, there were a lot of cutscenes in that, game. I, but it was like it was like <laughs> two sorry. minutes every four hours, and like this is good, this sure. is appropriate, uh, and it was and they were always so brief, and you you never had to see them over and over again. They were really good about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't have a good. I really don't have a good answer. I don't think there's. Any, Unless it's Moog.
2: I think I you might be taking Moog's the question too it literally. Too it can also be yeah. joke answers. So, so I, oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example answers. of mine. Yeah. I gave a joke I'm answer
0: going. right off the bat. Come Custer's yeah.
2: Revenge. Stop. All right. So, <laughs> um, I, will, I will give one that is it's a joke answer, but I think it would be really cool. So guys remember when Need for Speed for about five games there did like FMV cinematic yes. stuff where it's like the you just run. Meet, you meet this Vin Diesel-like character who's going to challenge you to a street race. Um, Tony Hawk is a series that I always—I mm. hated the cinematics featuring yes. the 3D models of real-world skaters, and I'm like, just make that FMV. I want to see real Bam Margera, or it wouldn't be those guys now because they're all like old mm. and retired. But like, give me just skaters doing stupid FMV shit. A, a real shit. Eric
1: Sparrow,
2: right? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> half of skate culture is dumb video stuff anyway, That's true. so just have them in there, you know, like doing doing. Dumb V cutscenes. I think it would be very quaint, but just like it would totally work for the Tony Hawk series. Like that's who I want to give me the mission to f- fucking collect the, the letters to spell the word skate. Sure, have have <laughs> have an fmv version of of them doing that. Like I'm totally fine with that. We could have a segment where Tony Hawk gets asked if he if he looks like Tony Hawk or whatever that fucking joke is that he's been doing on Twitter forever. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like hey, are you, are you Tony Hawk? Yeah, why? I think that's my favorite
2: <laughs> <laughs> why not? yeah see so you know what I would ask him, hey man, are you the uh, Pizza Hut delivery guy from Gleaming the cube
1: hmm. <laughs> my favorite yes. was was his tweet at an airport security checkout line Anthony Hawk like Tony Hawk Tony <laughs> yep I wonder what he wonder what he's doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, in, in this I... <laughs> well part
2: of it is like you know as people get older their hair gets darker a lot before it goes white and so like mm. he used to be this like bleached blonde california looking dude with a mcsqueeb and his like hair's short and cropped now and very dark it does not it's look true like you,
1: if you watch the opening of jackass 4 he gets hit by uh, godzilla Come. <laughs> so hard, his his old school <laughs> wig falls off in the opening. It's awesome. <laughs> Again, that's a recommendation for the movie, by the way. Is that Com- feature
2: is Chris Pontius' actual dick, as yes. the monster in that one? Yeah. Spoiler,
1: yes. I thought it was going to be Wee Man doing something, but it was an actual dick so being just... bit by a turtle. Wow. Please, please watch... Michael, you haven't seen this? No. Oh, just oh watch God. the opening! You'll love it.
0: I don't know if it's got a dick bitten by a turtle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Think of the turtle as camera. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>, all right. <laughs> so yeah, uh that was Tony Hawk's my answer. What About you, Greg Schmeg.
3: Uh look. Any classic Super Mario Brothers game would be enhanced by Charles that? Martinet going. Woohoo! Woo-hoo! Or, mm-hmm. You know, it's a me.
1: If I don't I think, get the key, I then that's... I can't break it down the spirit wall. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awful. <laughs> someone, But, yeah, I mean, I think that's as good an answer as any. Someone someone should say it. Sure. Charles Martinet is great, you know, and he's losing his purview over Mario now that we have uh, the advent of, uh, what's his face?
2: One of the Chris's. Chris Pratt. Chris, uh, but Charles Martinet is yes. in the movie. You know, be oh, funnier. Yeah. It'd be even funnier if like they like got Chris Pine to do the Mario voice in the video game instead of Pratt. Just get a different credit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it should be Chris yeah, Evans. The, uh, I'm Mario, Mario, and this Bros. is what three <laughs> I do
1: with uh, Chris Pine. Now that is the Mushroom Kingdom's ass. That's my answer. <laughs> I'm Mario. <laughs> That's a much better Chris Evans than me. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing Chris Pine. Yeah. Oh,
5: okay. <laughs>
0: Wasn't there a whole SNL sketch about how to tell the difference between Chris
2: Evans and Chris Pine? I don't know. Or <laughs> Hemsworth. Uh, yeah, there, was, there was something with the Chrises. Yeah,
0: anyway. Um, what game series would you like to see enhanced by FMV or VO? Uh, let us know. Go to dot answer in the comments for episode 506. Alternately, you can visit us at the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or... Ping us on Twitter, at VGApocalypse, and we will read the answers on next week's show. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's cut some plugs. Uh, Greg, is there any place people can find you that you'd like them
3: to know about? Uh, I'm at Lacquer Leaks on Twitter. Lacquer, as in lacquerware, and leaks, as in... You say,
1: you say this like this is the word people normally encounter. You might Quakey want to leak. spell lacquer.
3: I guess I... <laughs> L-A-C-Q-U-E-R. There you go. <laughs> and then leaks, L-E-A... Yeah, what does that mean
1: i've never asked you
3: lacquerware mm-hmm. it's just a. it's just like you know bowls and shelves and stuff that have lacquer on them yeah it's like a, it's like a it's a big thing in Asia, wouldn't wouldn't
0: things treated with i enamel. Really
3: overestimated how familiar this would is be that
0: <laughs> is that what they mean
1: by a shellacking
3: no mm-hmm. that's wait shellac isn't that what you do to like isn't that like a taxidermy thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) That got darker than I thought. I'm (laughs) looking it up now. I don't think it is. I I think... It's just like, you don't know what lacquer, you surely know what like, lacquer You've been to
0: it's, a it's Japanese like a- restaurant, you've eaten out of lacquer bowls,
1: stuff
3: like yeah, that. It's yeah, just, it's is like, like, like a, a resin. glossy, it's just like a glossy coat you put on stuff. <laughs> it might
1: surprise you, but I've never asked about the bowls in any restaurant I've been to.
3: Well, maybe Lacker you legs. should.
1: All right, yeah. Yeah. I'll you I'll go you to know. a
0: j- in restaurant and say, what kind of bowl is this? It's like, hey, what do I look like, the bowl expert <laughs> over here? I'm a here. bowl
1: guy, look at me, yeah. I'm winning the Super Bowl over here. Like I'll, I'll ask the Panera people next time. Yeah, I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Where's that. Where am I? What's yeah. this
0: made out of? And they'll be like, "It's plastic, you asshole."
2: What did I hear about Panera? How do people refer to it? Is it's a restaurant you go to to learn bad news? Like that's where you, you go to tell someone you you've gotten a diagnosis. Yeah, dude. Doctor. If you've never been, to,
1: haven't been to a Panera recently, it is like really Starbucksified, and they're like. Mm. I there's only points. go for the unlimited sip, sip club. Don't treat me any differently. I have a subscription to <laughs> Panera spoiled. Coffee and Captain. Spoiled,
2: drinks. so spoiled
1: in this podcast. Wow. Uh, but but wow. like unlimited. It's, it's huge, and there's people who stay there all fucking day. On the times where I'll get a refill four hours later, there are people still there doing mm. business, like doing fucking uh, Zoom calls on on the job. It's I I have never Jesus. really seen that in a Starbucks, but I see it in Panera all the time. Wow. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I bored everybody. But it's true. So, yeah, I guess you're plugging Panera, then? I guess. Oh, yes. That, that, <laughs> I'll reserve my plug for Panera Unlimited you Sip got Club. You pick
3: two $10 two?
1: a month. You can get charged <laughs> lemonade for uh, 10 bucks a month. Unlimited drinks. Pretty great. Their food? Fucking deplorable. Throw it into the sun. <laughs> Just terrible. It voted for Trump. Uh, <laughs> their
0: food voted for Trump. <laughs>
1: I want my sandwiches with less chicken and bread that cuts the roof of your mouth. That's what everybody wants from a sandwich. Panera bread. uh But uh yeah, thirty twenty ten this week. Super exciting. Uh sort of the basis for this. Uh and then on patreon.com slash laser time, it's a big week. You will get your sick of Star Wars Empire episode. I'm cutting down the third and a half hour as we speak. And um and A new VGA show, Tootsie, we talk about Tootsie, 48 Hours, and we uh, 80s In Depth just went into Superman 2, both versions. And that is the most fascinating alternate cut, I think, in movie history that we ever really got to see. Even more fascinating than the Schneider cut, and more distinctive. So, that's really fun to talk about, because the Superman movies are wild train wrecks that were incredibly successful, despite the behind-the-scenes, which is nuts. Uh, a, a true template for how not to make movies. The all kinds. They're wonderful in that, in that sense. The Superman movies. R.I.P. Christopher Reeve. R.I.P. Ned Beatty. Uh, R.I.P. Margot Kidder. Almost everyone involved is dead. So, yeah. R.I.T. Terrence Stamp. Zod, baby. Wow. Yep. And whoever that fucking Richard Mole-looking guy was who played the other... Never mind. Uh, I so secede my plugs to Matt. <laughs> um, I enjoyed
2: Gene Hackman in Superman movies, as Lex Luthor. There's my plug. Go, uh, go watch What, what movies, if he I refused
1: guess. to participate in the filming of a second movie, and they just put a stand-in for him, and then you find out there's footage, and they release it 15 years later? Superman 2 movie saga is crazy. Gene Hackman being the most, fuck this, if Donner's not there, I'm not doing it. Crazy. Almost everyone else participated in some way, but not Gene Hackman. And he's still alive and looks good, by the way. Hasn't been in That's a movie my coach. since 2004's coach... Welcome to Mooseport with Ray It's Ramon. Coach Jimmy McGinty you're talking about
2: there. You watch it there, buddy. Jimmy McGinty? Yeah. What? That's from The Replacements, one of the best sports movies. Good <laughs> um, let's see. What I will plug is patreon.com slash laser where Chris is supposed to be posting the second of our two bonus Game of the Year shows, we already did the ordering show, so you learned how we arrived at the order of our top ten. Forgot, and now brain. you're going to get the extra show where we talk about the games that didn't quite make the cut, but were some of the host personal faves. Including Greg, So, right? to get access, uh, Greg, Greg's on there mm-hmm. with me talking about Sonic Frontiers alongside mm-hmm. our friend, Brendan Hesse. Uh, so yeah, check that out, but to do so, you got to be a subscriber at the $5 per month level at patreon.com slash laser time just
1: go do it more bang for your buck than any other podcast if you include legacy content <laughs> <laughs> sure There's tons well as
0: always you can visit us online at vidggameapocalypse.com follow us on twitter at vgapocalypse or follow me personally on twitter at WikiPars. that's w-i-k-i-p-a-r-a-z anyway thanks for listening that's our show everybody we'll see you next week
1: Fart out right before the uh, show. What? Mm. Nothing. Wait,
2: did Didn't you you were gonna rip
1: a fart out right before? The no, show? I just did. It's, <laughs> man, God, okay. It fucking stinks. Thanks for sharing.
2: <sighs> mm. I wouldn't do
1: that in front of. It's
2: not as satisfying when you live alone, though, right? It's no, like... there's
1: no one to bother with it. Not even my cat.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> cat doesn't care.
1: No, she's parts even worse, man. Like it's just like at at. My girl's at you, I'm like no, my farts smell like farts. Her smell like shit. It's
5: it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a subtle, different smell. Subtle, right? subtle, but key, distinct, <laughs> <Yeah. for laughs> <subtle. laughs>